Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 70, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. All right, this is uh, uh, just out, right? It's, uh, what are we, six six days since release? Yes, uh, it came out the day after our last podcast. Right, yeah, so just just enough time to watch it, really. Um, and, <laughs> and I put in the work. I, I, I put in this overtime for this one. Uh, I've watched it a full two times. Uh, so go, that's eight <laughs> yeah, hours funny. there. Yeah. Cause last night you were, you were saying it was funny. <laughs> we were kind of complaining about the series and how right. many episodes to watch. And then we say, Oh, we're going back to movies. And then they drop a four hour <laughs> movie and we feel obligated to watch, watch it twice. I think we both watched the original once. Yes. And I watched uh, Batman versus Superman, the ultimate edition too. So yeah, put, put all those together and we're longer than any of the series we've done in a while. So yeah, no, no kidding. I didn't. I didn't watch uh, the the Batman versus Superman or, or BV. What do they call it? BVS. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, so um, I didn't watch that, or, or I even didn't go further back. But I did watch the original movie um, like one and a half times, and then I did one where I took and watched side by side scenes, essentially. Like you know, you take. I would take uh, the the Wonder Woman scene uh, in the bank, and then. Yeah play them side by side essentially or right one right after the other and kind of see which one had a bigger impact or, or what I felt about it. So it's, it's yeah, an, I find it an interesting dilemma to try to come up with a real critical perspective because, you know, when you see a movie for the first time, there's a lot of impact it has. And this is like, we're seeing the same movie in a whole different light. So a lot of the things that might've frustrated me that first time about the character or something, you know they they're a little more fleshed out but you're you're not as impacted the same way it's like it's uh, like watching yeah. it's like watching a rerun so it was hard for me to <laughs> separate that i mean there were certainly things that i thought were uh, improvements that i that i want to talk about but but it's still tough to say overall whether this is a great movie or if it's just you know, compared to a pile of shit. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. You know, uh, for sure. And and yeah, so on top of all that, I did, I did my other, uh, so last three days I've listened to at least probably 16 to 20 hours of podcast and to find a podcast that isn't a bunch of fucking fanboys like just geeking out. Like it's so hard to get a legitimate real review uh, because the main people that are watching it this week and, and talking about it this week are really those the same people that push so hard to get this release. Yeah, the release so of Snyder hard, Cut, yeah. So it's really hard to get a, a, a real review. Um, out of out of all the, the hours that I've listened to, um, I would say somewhere around 30, 40 different uh, you know, people throughout the different podcasts, different numbers and stuff. Really only two <laughs> were kind of, uh, didn't really, you know, they weren't full on like, oh my God, it's the best movie ever, full fucking 10, best movie, you know, like, I'm like, 
right off the bat, if if you're calling this the best movie ever, uh, I'm throwing your fucking review out because you're, <laughs> you're just a fanboy. Um, and if anybody ever said that they hated the first one so much, but then loved this one so much, I'm throwing that out too because they're not looking at it. They're they're basically going off the fact that oh, I, I'm I'm just in the Snyder camp. Uh, I hated Josh Whedon's release because of this, this, and this. It's the same. It's really the same fucking movie with with two hours extra shit, for the most part. So if if people were like so hateful against the first one, but just couldn't fucking praise this other one so much, I really didn't put a lot of weight into their review either. But I did like. I, I did okay. want to hear what people had to say. I I don't I don't think it was quite as cut and dry. Um, but I I I'm definitely much more. Uh, uh, to me, the Snyder Cut has a lot more to offer, more than just twice as much footage. And, and I hope we talk <laughs> well, about it because yeah, we will, and we'll definitely get into it and, yeah. and do all that. But before we get there, I, yeah. I mean, besides the the many hours that we put into this, what else you got going on this week? Anything? Okay. <laughs> um, I, I know start... it's hard to think about anything else, but <laughs> actually, this has been a, a week where um, I'm starting to get, uh, get trying to get rid of some of those. Uh, COVID pounds. I, I started uh, yeah. my running uh, regiment back up again. So uh, the, the COVID forty. Yeah. So since, <laughs> since Sunday, I've gotten about twelve miles of running in, and, uh, nice. and I'm, I'm trying to keep a, a schedule every other day at least, getting out for uh, three to five miles, and and I'm building up for a, another half marathon this summer. So I'm hoping I stick with it because uh, I've been kind of. Uh, pretty lackadaisical lately no that's awesome i i wish i could run with you uh it's just something i don't do if you see me running better keep up because some real bad shit's happening um i just i just don't run um not only that i mean with the with the the knee replacement i'm not supposed to so <laughs> that kind of takes it out i've also but been... i just never a runner just was never <laughs> yeah. a runner um i've been doing a lot of work too this is the spring break we we've uh, they're uh they've shut down the santa rosa power uh, at the campus, uh, because they're converting to a whole new dedicated power grid or something like we'll be on our, oh, own, okay. our own power grid. So it's been shut down. And so I'm, uh, we have, we have generators running our, our main data center and I'm, I'm doing a big fiber optic cutover for a lot of our buildings, taking advantage of the, of the outage to, to, you know, move things around so that there's no, there's already an impact, uh, impact in, uh, uh availability of services since the buildings are right. the power uh, so it gives me an opportunity to kind of move things around so, so spring break is a, a is a break for everybody else and then you have to work twice as hard yeah. essentially is, <laughs> is what it comes down to yeah. which i think is, i think you've told me that before and it's it always seemed the same thing it's like yeah they, they all get to go on vacation and i gotta work twice as hard <laughs> you know it's all you know i've worked there for 20 years and it's always been nice over the summer or over the breaks because you know you can do a lot of things and you're not impacted by all the all the students running around or by you know right but although this last year has been a big change because we're definitely not there's no students running students around running. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah cool good what you good deal uh kind of the same thing you know we we got the the information on uh when our our test is coming up for our, our black belts right. and so uh I too have, have kind of put my mind a little bit more towards that. Yeah, I gotta I gotta drop that COVID extra hundred. <laughs> not not that I put on that much, but I I, uh, I definitely got to lose some more weight, get my body back into a um, a testing ability, and so just working on my stuff. You know, trying That's to get great. out, trying to stand more and do do you know things at work that kind of work my legs a little bit more. See if I can't get them a little more limber. But yeah, no, yeah. kind of the same thing. 
Uh, and then, yeah, just really putting a lot of work into watching these <laughs> shows and stuff like that. And I started to clean my garage. Um, started moving things around, thinking, okay, I'm going to make this more, you know, f- user-friendly. And I, and I just realized what a task it's going to take to get it back into a user-friendly. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, it, it's not going to be an overnighter, but it's something I got started. So that, that's, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, the, the trouble I have with my garage, and, and at the beginning of this, I cleaned it up real nice. I put out a mat and stuff because we were doing the, yeah. remote, the remote teaching for karate. And uh, um, I, uh, But since then, it's gotten full of things. And I find it's kind of the... The last place where if you don't have a, a place to put something, it ends you up just in the drop garage. It. Yeah. So <laughs> when you're looking at the garage saying, how do I clean this up? You realize there's so much stuff in here that there's no place to put it because yep. this is the last place. Otherwise, it's going <laughs> to throw it away, which means I have to have a conversation with with uh, with the rest of the family on whether or not we can keep something. And that's not always an easy conversation. <laughs> Right. No. And that's kind of what I had to do. I, 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 I'm starting to put things in boxes to like, okay, I need to either get rid of this, figure out whether I need this or, or find a place for this. And that's kind of my, my goal is as I go through to open up, like just, just so I can get my tools back in a, a spot where they're, they're more usable. But uh, that, you know, once, once we're done with these four hour movies and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have more time for that. So, but next, speaking of that, next week, next week though, we're actually. Oh. Look at this though; we don't have to do any prep work because next. I week, know it's awesome. They're opening <laughs> up the theaters on Wednesday, and we've got tickets to see uh, Nobody, the new. Uh, Which I'm super excited for. Yeah, I, yeah. I I was watching a trailer for that uh, earlier today at lunch, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be so good." <laughs> Yeah, so that's our original plan is to uh, not every episode, but, you know, uh, once a month or something, go go to the theaters and actually watch the movie. But before we do it, do a little talk about it, um, you know, what we expect, what we think, what we know, and then do a full review afterwards, you know. And this will be over beers or wherever, you know. We did, we got one episode in, and it was one of our earlier ones, and it was Invisible Man. Right. Um, and so it was it was a lot of fun. And so that was our original plan going into this. It was was kind of to do that. So it'll be nice to be able to get back to that. I even I invited it, I even invited Alicia to this one, but she's <laughs> nice. she's she's on her early schedules again. So her bedtime is an eight twenty or something. So she, can't, <laughs> she can't make it to the to the Week. The, the late seven twenty movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so I mean that's something that we'll be doing. So yeah, if you're if you're interested in that and you're a listener and you're here in Santa Rosa or close enough and want to do that with us, let us know because. Uh, that's part of what we wanted to do too was share this with with other people because that's what that's what makes fun yeah is is you know the not just what we see you know how we see it it's how everybody sees it and talking about it and that's usually what what it's about and it's also a fresh take you know you see it and then you suddenly you 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 know whatever you're saying is much more off the cuff it's more right uh, not 20 hours of listening to everybody else's uh (laughs) uh thoughts and telling you what i feel about theirs and and yelling at my phone because i don't agree with them (laughs) (laughs) which is fine no that's great um and before we get to that you know one of the things we're going to be doing next week is we're going to get a drink before before and while we're while we're doing our talk about it but we're going to drink tonight too because we need it at least i need it uh so what are you drinking tonight there steve um, I'm drinking something that I've, well, uh, I, I've, I've had a lot of brandy recently. This is a particular <laughs> type of brandy, but it, but it came from, uh, one of, one of my favorite elements about this new, new cut is, uh, how they kind of reshaped, uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid, uh, 
to me that that was what made the the movie worth really watching they're, they're, watching the second time that that i mean made it to me a good movie versus before where okay. I it was a bad the movie. relationship or the look both both i really liked the story i thought it was more interesting and the well the armor of steppenwolf was i thought was was awesome horrible <laughs> i thought it looked horrible all right uh compared to the wooden look of the uh the, yes the four years ago okay no, yeah anyway, i i really liked it um and um uh, but it was dark side that i was uh wanting to wanting that i that i did some research on on cocktails and instead of a uh, cocktail i found a comic strip where dark side is sitting in a in a room it's it's a uh, it's an I wrote this down too because it's it's <laughs> kind of funny. It's a it's um episode or it's Action Comics number five nine three from October eighty seven. Superman and Mister Miracle and and he is sitting in Mister Miracle's um, cozy chair um, drinking <laughs> ha- with a with a snifter of of brandy in his hand and he basically shows Mister Miracle a VHS tape of. Mr. Miracle's wife getting it on with someone in a suit, like, like a porn flick. I swear, I swear, it's, I know, and, and it made me do kind of a double take. It's like, what is this? This is Dark Side. This is I, I didn't know Dark Side. I didn't, but but anyway, I, uh, it it really kind of I thought it looked it was great. He's just sitting there like relaxing, and he's like, it's, I don't know if he's doing some sort of blackmail or what but uh i thought it was hilarious so that was <laughs> so i decided i'm gonna get a brandy uh i thought it was good because dark side was introduced in 1970 which is when i was mm-hmm. introduced to the world so either that that, that fit I and we've went, never seen you in the same room together so maybe <laughs> I, I went with a cognac uh cognac is is a is a brandy from france that is okay you know is comes from cognac it's kind of like a champagne is, is right. Right is a sparkling wine from Champagne. Champagne. Yeah, this one has to be a certain thing. And I, I found out a little bit about the how they rate them: VS, VSOP, and XO. Or in, let's see. Oh yeah, XO. Uh, VS is very special. VSOP is uh, is I think very very special uh, old pale, and then XO is extra extra old. And uh, VSOP means four years uh, aged, and which is Zack Snyder's uh, cut is four years aged from the original Justice League. So it all kind of fit there. All right. So what are you drinking, Noah? All right. Well, so one of the things um, about this this new release that kind of had me, um, uh, I'm going to say soured on it a little bit, and it's it's. It's the the vision of not necessarily. I'm not even sure it's a vision, but how it's shot. Like it seems really dark. Like if you put them side by side, the color of the the 2017 the the uh, Justice League, as as people have called it, oh, um, okay. uh, is just a brighter color, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I was trying to watch this during the day, and you know, I had to literally like shut all the windows and close everything, to, and and just to get the the brightness so I could even see any details. So it kind of was just reminded me of darkness and gray skies and stuff like that. So I started searching for, for a drink kind of based on that. And, uh, I, I think I did gray skies or dark skies and I found this drink and it's called a gray skies. And this is another tea based, uh, drink, which like I had last time I had, I had a tea with some, uh, I can't remember whiskey in it or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that was pretty good. So this is Earl gray tea 
with um, a uh, simple honey syrup, which I used our our own honey, which we get from bees in our backyard. We have a we have the hive, yeah. So it's my own homemade homemade honey, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, um, with some lemon juice in it. And then it called for gin. It said a, a good quality gin. Well, I have an extra dry gin in there, and I don't know if it's even good quality, but I'm just not into gin. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go with something else. You don't like so gin? I went with, I love no, it. I don't. I, yeah. Well, and it said, it said extra dry, and, and I have a story about drinking extra dry, and it just killed me. And it, from this day, from, <laughs> you know, this is when I was, I was an adolescent. Probably, I don't even know if I was in high school yet. But it's just always not been good for me. So I went with um, a local uh, distillery here, Spirit Works, which I know you've talked about before yeah. on the podcast. And they had a, a bourbon whiskey that we right. had. Which is what you had. Yeah, you had some of that uh, last week. I think I used it. Yeah. yeah, I think I used it before. So I used that again in this one and made this this dark sky. So it's it's the Earl Grey tea, um, the simple uh, honey sugar or syrup with the bourbon and some lemon in it. And it's it's pretty good. I'm not... Nice. I'm not so it's my gray skies because of the film aspect of it's just dark. And I don't mean dark in the storytelling, which it, it is more dark than some, but it's just it, someone needed to turn a light, a light on, on the well, fucking state. Well, you it's know, just, it's just like his, uh, his uniform or his, uh, his, the black suit. Yeah. Which was comic book. Uh, it was, that mm-hmm. was a reflection of the comic book, but it, but they didn't do that in the original one. He, he even talked about that. He said he shot it in color but he had already done some tests to see if he could remove the saturation, um, and he was successful there because a lot of the stuff he had to fight the the studio with, and that was one of the things that he thought yeah. they might fight back on. So, so he kind of had that ready to go, and when he was kind of given, it just was one of those things I didn't enjoy about this film is like like brighten it up a little bit. I, I think <laughs> he even tried to give Superman a mullet. The studio didn't let that. Happen. Yeah, <laughs> that was that is one of the looks of of dark Superman of dark, uh, yeah. Um, I'm glad they fought him on that one. That would in, have been stupid. Yeah, the, the, the final battle has in uh, Joss Wheaton's version has a whole more of a fiery background. Uh, yeah, uh, it's so the color schemes are different completely in the yeah. final battle. Yeah, and this one it's just but more. It, more dark like you said. Yeah, but but it's the whole thing. All every if you go side by side, um, it just looks like someone put a a gray screen in front of your, your, uh, you know, whatever you're watching it on, on the, on the, um, cider cut. And I, I was like, I get it. You're trying to be dark and you know, it, it's, it's grittier and stuff like that, but make it grittier in story and, and, and put some fucking light on the goddamn film. You know, like we want to see the details. It really looks like it, it just was filmed through a filter that just darkens it up. And I don't care for that. So that's, that's kind of where I went with the, the dark skies. I didn't. I didn't pick that up. I was watching it on my uh, uh, computer screen, which is a 4K computer screen, and and, and uh, it, you got to oh, on some of them. You got to go side by side, and you can see the different. Like even in maybe. like okay. the even in the bright uh, scenes where like you you had Wonder Woman in the bank, where it's white backgrounds and stuff like that. Even that is has a gray dinginess to it when you compare it to the 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 weed and cut. I, I know I know what you mean. I, I I've seen movies in theaters. It's been a while, but um, <laughs> where the, the bulbs were not quite uh, full capacity. Right, like they were dim and they're hard to watch. It's like oh mm-hmm. my god, just do something about. And that's it. how I felt in some okay. of these. So so that's that was my 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 go for for the drink, and and it's pretty good. I like. I mean, it's 
it's it's like an iced tea. It's it's not a warm one like the other one was. This one's uh, more iced down, so it's more like a like an iced tea with with some bourbon in it. Nice. So not too bad. Um, I, I could see drinking that on a on a hot summer day. You know, everybody thinks you're just drinking tea, but you know you're, you're getting through the day. <laughs> so. All right, let's let's get into this because uh, there's so much to talk about. I mean. It's a four-hour movie, you know, and, and and I'm trying not to be like we do on a lot of our podcasts where we actually spend more time on the podcast than the actual movie because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't think – I mean, we could easily do a four-hour podcast. We haven't yet, but – I mean, You know, you, you talk about the length. If You watch the Joss Whedon version, and the studio mandated that was two hours. You know how long it is? Yeah. On It is two hours and zero seconds. I mean, it is – to yeah. the T when you bring it up on HBO Max. Uh, so I think that he actually <laughs> timed it out, and it's actually like one hour, 59 minutes, and like 20-something seconds is, okay. is what someone told me. But, yeah, they round up. It, it is. But, yeah, that was a studio mandate. And that's why I think I, I'm a lot of – I'm really kind of – you know, it's like a lot of people don't give Josh Wheaton's cut a lot uh, – you know, they give it a lot of grief and stuff like that. And I'm like, if, if you'd have let Snyder release his, and if he would have made it a two-hour movie – it would have been trash too. It, it would have been shit because you can't do a lot of what he wanted to do in that time constraint. So you know, yeah, that, I, know, I know, I know what you mean. Because either way, he would have still had to cut out two hours of footage, and maybe he would have uh-huh. fought and gotten a little bit extra in. That's why I watched uh, the Batman versus Snyder versus <laughs> Superman <laughs> Wheaton versus Snyder Man <laughs> um, the Wheaton Man versus the Snyder Man yeah I watched that uh, ahead of time because that was and I had the ultimate edition available um, and I had seen both both the, the the shorter I think it's like two and a half hours versus the ultimate edition was like three and a half hours so it's got a lot more footage yeah. and it kind of rounds it out but it still suffers from the same kind of I, I think there were two major flaws in that first Lex Luthor story was, and, and filming uh, <laughs> No, well, no, I think there was, I, I liked some of the photography. I liked some of the action. I know. Um, I thought it was a better introduction of a couple characters and bringing them together. Um, there were, but I thought, I thought Lex Luthor, too young, didn't, you know, came across. Yeah, Luthor was horrible. Like, like a, a, a child than, than a, than a sophisticated, um, you know, yeah. insane person, which is more interesting with Gene Hackman. He just killed it. And even Kevin Spacey. Um, in Superman Returns, but uh, also the the whole kind of climactic turn when Batman finally chooses to side with Superman because they have the same mother's name, Martha, that <laughs> came across so strange and silly. Um, and yeah, because it was and, stupid. <laughs> and the the villain at the end, that big monster, I can't even I can't remember his name. Uh, that was uh, oh God. It's got uh It's like shit. Goliath or something. It's like I've created a uh No, it all, I I know what it it's it's like a god like killer name. It, it's 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 appropriate for it. and he and he's a yeah. big villain in the DC um I'll I'll find it out. Go ahead and keep going. But but they killed off Superman then. It, to me this was too yeah. the storytelling was too kind of quick. It was it was like Something the Marvel was able to do was introduce the characters with their own stories and give them some backstory. So when they finally threw them all together, it was more interesting. You got to kind of have them play off each other. Here, especially with Justice League, it it was like, okay, here we're going to go and just throw everyone together. And we've got to kind of, 
create backstories. Now we've seen uh, Wonder Woman's backstory, and, we've mm-hmm. seen, and and I think that movie, the first movie, had come out before, but we hadn't seen Aquaman, so we didn't know his. Uh, no. Uh, Wonder Woman, I believe, was after Justice League, but we saw her in the Batman versus Superman. I thought that was, was her after, first. That right, was her first introduction. I know Batman versus Superman was 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 uh, before uh, Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman came out in between the two, but you might you might. And then might it might you might be, but yeah, we did get that. Uh, but like I mean, we know Aquaman came out after it. Um, that was so the, he didn't. But having all these characters show up in Justice League all at once, that was one a, a, a problem I had when I saw the first movie. It just, to me, it seemed so flat. I've got these characters, and, and I don't really care about any of them. Um, right. So by the time I saw the Zack Snyder cut, they had kind of, I'd gotten used to them. So I no longer, I no longer really had that criticism. They fleshed them out a little bit more. I don't think I... I still don't think I enjoyed him that much, especially I'm not a big Aquaman fan and Cyborg is, I do like how they expanded his story, but I, I'm, I wasn't that drawn to the characters. As far as characters? Yeah. To me, it was the villains so, that really paid off. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest difference to me in the two shows is that he had time to, to introduce more of the characters, which I agree, I think should be done separately if you're going to do a come together or, or at least... If it's, you know, Aquaman should have been shown before, you know, and I think a lot of people, if you go and watch this one now, they they go into it knowing Aquaman because Aquaman right. came out, so it, it you know that character a little better already. And I, I didn't like um, Cyborg in this in this movie, I, first or second one. I didn't care for the character, and I don't know if it's if it's if I would like him if he had a a backstory in a separate movie where I got to like him or not. I just didn't like the emo fucking character. I agree. I really liked his father. I liked watching his father. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked some of his expanded scenes. He had a lot more uh, emotion that that I, you know, I could connect with. And, well, I mean, he, you, you could see some, what he was going through. But you're right. I, I agree. I don't think the... the uh, uh, and the expanded stuff didn't do anything for me, like him doing the whole creepiness in the internet and giving the money to the lady. I mean, like, yeah, it's nice and all, but it, it still, it didn't do anything for me. I'm like, oh, so you're a nice guy. Okay. Everybody's a nice guy. It doesn't mean I got to believe, you know, it's just the whole emo-ness of it. And I, I understand that, you know, he had a backstory that was really rough. You know, his father didn't spend the time with him that he wanted. Hey, welcome to life. That happens, you know. And then, you know, the just, yeah, and the crash and your mother dies and your dad brings you back as a, a robot. Yeah, I, I can see it, but it just, it doesn't endear me to him at all. And so I didn't care for him. I also, I mean, I, I'm not a huge DC, like, fanboy or, you know, I, I read some of it in the, in you know, when I was young and stuff. I liked the Superman movies growing up. I liked, you know the Justice League cartoon when I was really young. I like the characters, but I've also never been a huge Superman fan. I, I, I think he's overpowered and boring. So to me, and this is something I've, I realized after listening to a lot of people talk about the, you know, Man of Steel and uh, BVS and stuff like that. This really was a Superman movie, even though he was only in half of it. Not even. If you think about not, I mean, but not, I mean, it, Zack Snyder cut. He was in maybe about 
a quarter of it. Well, that's only because it was like eight weeks long. Right. But yeah. you know, it, it's it's one of those things. Is he just? It, it was. It's a Superman. I mean, he's got a huge heart on for Superman. Superman can do no wrong. And realistically, they didn't need the Justice League together to beat, you know, uh, Steppenwolf. All they needed was Superman because he fucking handled him. Well, there was no threat when Superman was there. But no threat but, at all. But I would argue that that was the. That was what they had. They determined they had to do. Oh, I agree. And if they hadn't come together, they wouldn't have brought Superman back. So, but I mean, it shows that okay, those five together couldn't get it done without Superman, right? And then Superman could have got it done by himself. If Superman would have been there from the fucking get go, he would have never had any boxes. He would have just been fucked up dead because he. So it's like. To have one person so overpowered on the team, so I mean, it just it it was a it's a Superman movie essentially, but it's the team getting them together to bring them back to life is the only real reason they're there, and and so well, I, one thing I would it, say is that is that the mother boxes in in the end they did actually destroy Superman. I mean, he was he was taken out by those mother boxes. Yeah, the whole world was, which yeah. is brings me to another thing. I hated that ending. I liked everything in that last battle except for that part. I, I just, I, I mean, I understand what it is, and I, I know Barry Allen and, and Flash has that power and stuff like that, but I think it was, like, save that for his next movie, because that's his next movie, the the Flash movie, is about him changing time and stuff like that. So I save it for that. I, I think they, I, I just didn't care for it. I, I really liked it. <laughs> I, I will disagree with you there. I think, uh, and that's I, fine. I, 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 I like, I, I liked how they teased it. It kind of gives a little bit more resonance to the, to the flash, those, uh, those nightmare scenarios. Cause, uh, in Batman V Superman, they had a nightmare scenario right before the flash appears in his little time travel thing. And that's when, that's when Bruce Wayne has the, has the, the dream sequence. And here at the same time, Right as the Flash is is touching the uh, the mother box when it's falling into the liquid, right before and they, it goes backward. He uh, he has uh, that's when Cyborg has the uh, has the uh, the flash forward, and and apparently there's some sort of tie with him reversing time because it just reverses just a moment. But there, it, like, see, but I think they show they show cyborgs uh, are coming from the mother box, not from or in the ship, not from Barry Allen. Is the way I picked that up. Because that all happens before he even gets to it, and then it rewinds. I don't think so. I, don't... I, I believe so. But, I mean, it, it, it could be playing into that, and, that's, and maybe that's what his goal was. I just I think it would have been better to save that for the next. I just I didn't care for it. So I, I think that the, the Barry Allen flash, his whole job at the end other other than the time reversal thing was kind of silly he just was running around the whole battlefield just in that big circle for the longest time just and it just i thought it cheapened it i mean i understand he he had a he had a very touching moment you know where he has to when he realizes he has to go back in time and he talks to his dad and i get that and yeah it has that emotion i just didn't care for the scene it just didn't do it for me to me, I wow. thought Aquaman had the least value in in the movie because he shows up. He really and, did. You know, he shows up under. I I don't know. It just seems so coincidental that that he happens to be at the place where the the, the you know the water bursts and out, and then he comes float, shooting in. It's like well, okay, but how did he? So know this? <laughs> I think well, okay, so 
true. I agree that that is, you know, coincidental. But, I mean, is it any more coincidental than the um, Lois Lane walking up into the park when Superman's about to kill Batman? True. And not only that, she hung around for like five minutes before she even approached. Because she yeah. was there the whole like, time watching all this. And it wasn't until... <laughs> Until the last moment when she finally comes up and says, you know, so I Clark, found, don't hurt him. Yeah, I found a lot of those sort of flaws that that if you want to start nitpicking it, I don't think I don't think Zack Snyder is very uh, good at continuity. It's like it's like I love the Flash scene, the introduction scene. I thought that was great. But I hated it. But the, <laughs> but the way the car pulls out. And then immediately is going full speed and does right, like, you know, and okay. does this this flip and stuff that right. seems like, are you kidding? That there's no way. <laughs> you know, she so. went she went zero to like eighty five <laughs> right, in right. fourteen feet. Yes, and and I I agree. And I was I was looking at that and I was like, I hated that. I hated the whole <laughs> slow motion. I'm like, okay, you're you're ripping off fucking Quicksilver from Marvel, right? It, it you know which was done better. I think was done better. Uh, Flash, creepy as fuck, moving the hair out of her eye. I mean, also, why does the fucking ground break underneath his bare feet when he he only ran like, what, 14 feet, 15 feet to get to there? Why does all of a sudden it seems like he was coming miles and had, you know, tons of weight behind him, you know, cracking concrete? That's called DC science, man. I mean, it is blowing his tennis shoes up. Why was he wearing no socks? <laughs> what happened? Why, it, didn't his, why didn't his clothes all rip off? Too? Exactly. <laughs> I, I hated that. It just, I hated that whole scene. But, um, but you hated it enough to, to, to where it really impacted your enjoyment of the movie too. Cause it did. You, it was like, know, it was like, sound, okay. You sound like me when we saw Green Lantern. <laughs> you were getting on my case for, for ripping that apart. <laughs> just a movie. Just enjoy it. Why can't you just enjoy well, it? Well, okay. So, but no, we're going, we're, okay. So here, here's the real, I watched and enjoyed the original movie enough to say that, okay, it's not a great movie. It's okay. not, you know, it, but it was enjoyable enough. And these are scenes that like if you, this would have never got released in a theater and this is and, and I'm only cutting on right. this one because everybody is like, oh, this is a great like, no, this is not a fucking movie. This is a series. And that's so it has a lot of extra stuff. If this was going to get put out, that would have got cut. That whole scene would have got cut. Half of the rest of the slow motion shit should have got cut. It makes you wonder how, you know, what was Zack Snyder thinking when he shot all this? I mean, obviously, he was going to have to trim it down if you're going to release it in theaters. Mm -hmm. It does seem like a, a little, you know, I would have bought a little full. I would have bought a three hour movie. I would have said, OK, yeah, you re you can release a three hour movie. So to get down to that, first off, you cut off that last fucking epilogue, right? There's 20 minutes that we don't need to see. Because that was the ho most horrible shit I've ever seen in a DC movie. I hated every minute of it. Man, um, you, so you are emotionally invested <laughs> in your anger here. <laughs> I've got 20 hours of just listening to these fucking people just suck fucking Zack Snyder's dick so hard over this movie that it's like, you guys, it's they're just ridiculous. So uh, exactly. to me, it's, right. just, it's just... So yeah, I do have... And, I, and part of it... I thought the last last stuff that all found, felt really disjointed, but I I was interested in trying to pick pick it apart, and I wasn't a so, fan of the Martian Martian. Thing. Yeah, Martian Manhunter did, did nothing for me, but I'm not a I don't know him from I don't 
I wasn't a fan of him. I'm not a big DC comic book. Like, I know all this stuff, so I can't Zack, say... Zack Snyder wanted Green Lantern. Uh, the studio, they, they had other plans for Green Lantern, so they didn't let it. It was, uh, yeah, it was, um, John Stewart was, is one of the Green Lanterns. Okay, so the, John Stewart, then put in Hal, right? Put in the, the Green Lantern that was in the movie, Hal Jordan. Like, they could have done it still. It would have been, it would have been better. All right, Noah's having a few technical issues, so uh, he's rebooting his system, and I figured I'd come online to chat a little bit about his reaction to the Zack Snyder Justice League. It seems pretty negative, don't you think? Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not a, a fanboy, but I've, I've got a lot of uh, respect for this, this version. I think it's, it's fascinating what it's done to the industry, how, uh, how uh, the Internet can can push for this sort of release i think it's interesting to compare it to the original i am not a fan of the original um i couldn't get through the first scene the first time i watched it i didn't go to the theater to see it but the first time i tried to stream it that first scene with batman on the roof battling that bug man i just thought it was ridiculous and i turned it off and then i watched it later and uh, of course it's hard to get past uh henry cavill's digital digitally removed mustache but I did my best but there's such an imbalance in uh, in styles that you can see on the screen and I'm going to stop talking here because Mr. Overton is about to come back online and I don't want him hearing what I'm saying <laughs> well, well he'll li- listen to this maybe at the podcast okay alright we're back with uh, <laughs> Noah and Steve and, yeah uh... <laughs> hopefully our internet will hold we can get through this. Yeah. So, um, one of the, one of the things I, 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 I did in, 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 uh, going back and watching the, the, the Josh, Justice League, right? The original, um, I watched the side by side, uh, you know, categories is some of the first not categories, but scenes in the first, right? The first, the first one in, um, in, uh, the Josh uh, reading is the the Superman talking to the kids about a podcast and stuff, and and it was right, kind of cheesy. Right. It, it didn't need to be there. So then you go to the Snyder cut, and and you got Superman's death screams, and this to me was one of the worst things in the entire movie. I hated it so much. Like it is so cringy and just ridiculous. And and I get it. He's trying to connect the last you know movie the the. Um, BBS movie and you know that the, that's a Superman. I get that, but it just I didn't like it at all. Uh, I thought it was stylistically more in touch with Batman v Superman, but I know you weren't a big fan of that one, so that's I hate it. You know, that's no. going against against us there. I I liked I didn't like the shot of uh, Lex Luthor. That seemed like it like they like they it, cut cut and paste Lex Luthor into the into the liquid and it, <laughs> it didn't answer anything or um, give any idea what was going on well it did one one of the things and I don't know if this was just in the ultimate edition or uh, if this was in the original Batman v Superman but there was a shot of Lex Luthor you know because he creates the the abominable abominable is that what it is no maybe that's Hulk <laughs> um, no, it's talk abomination. <laughs> abomination. Okay, he creates the monster, and and you see the 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 like an image of the mother box and Steppenwolf in right. the pool. Did, was that in the Batman v Superman, the original cut too, or was it just in? So I think uh, he, I don't know. So I think they were trying to tie that together that, that there was a little bit of uh, of uh, a sneak preview of that in the previous movie. If if uh, you had missed, well. 
most people that yeah. are watching the Zack Snyder cut have probably watched the Ultimate Edition because they're right. they're they're more. Uh, it's you know to me the Ultimate Edition and this as well is kind of like watching Lord of the Rings the extended version. Um, but yes, uh, I've heard that. But it, I know. I think you're, we're both fans of the Lord of the Rings, regardless of. Oh yeah, it was, it was three hours or four hours. Um, so I'm not. I'm not opposed to the four hour time thing. I'm like okay with that. I don't know if I want to see that in the theater without like at least a ten minute break in the middle. Right. Like yeah. I'm old and I. I'm <laughs> yeah, old and I gotta pee. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, but it's. To me, it's just it, it's not a movie in a sense that it like you would never get that in a theater, and that's I think people don't take that into account when they when they talk about the two movies comparative. And what so, a, what about uh, Harry Potter Seven? Um, that they split into two but, movies. Maybe that was something Zack Snyder was hoping for. Well, and originally I believe he talked about that, and and that was originally the plan, and then it got changed to the one movie. And and so one one of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, they were talking about it. Oh, and it's it's Doomsday who who kills Superman. Thank you. Doomsday. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were talking about it that. And one of the things they brought up was like it's this whole thing happened because of egos. And you know they were like the egos at uh, Warner Brothers and the egos of this. And I was like, yeah, but you know what about the ego of Snyder? Like he he had a play into why this happened the way it happened. Yeah. You know he didn't want to give up. On, uh, he, you know, he's and, and granted, that's it's his prerogative to to stay with his vision, and I'm okay with that. But to to say that it's all because of the 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 Warner Brothers executives and all this, and it's like no, you know, I, they hired I, you to do yeah. something. I, <laughs> you got to do what they want. What do you think of Man of Steel? I didn't care for it either. You didn't care for it, okay? No, I I mean it was an okay movie, but I'm not a big Superman fan, and. The over-the-top destruction, right? A lot the, of people had criticism about that, and the fact that that it Zod in the end. Uh, by I, that doesn't even bug you. That doesn't okay. bug me. I just, I didn't. I don't know. Something about two guys just flying around well, punching each other through buildings was not exciting for me. What did you think of? I'm, I'm kind of trying to trace, trace your tap into to your to my hatred. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so uh, what about Watchmen? The movie Watchmen. I loved Watchmen. Did you? Yes. Wow. And 300, obviously, was... So. I like 300. It's harder to watch... I, I loved it originally. It's harder to watch over and over. Like, it, it starts yeah. to lose. I loved um, Sucker Punch. I, I, okay. I really... So, it's, I, I'm not a disliker of Snyder's films. Okay. I just I, don't I, I think it would work it for like this. The, you know one thing? He could have cut down the time to probably about three hours if uh, he turned off the slow motion and just made everything. Yes. Well, there's that. I think, okay, so um, another scene that I think was not really needed that was when he first shows the Amazons on uh, Amaskira, right? They're all standing around guarding the box. It's not even moving yet. They're all just standing there waiting for it. I'm like, that's kind of stupid to begin with. You've got 100 people just standing there watching it for, what, 50,000 years now? Uh, or 5,000 years, whatever. The, the, that's just what they do is stand around and watch this box for no reason. Well, like they could have cut that whole whole scene like they did in the, the theatrical release. Okay. Well, they I, only... I, I would say that, you know, we see this in, in, uh, in uh, Buckingham Palace where they've got the guards out there. I mean, I'm sure they're on shifts. <laughs> they had, I'm sure they, they had, <laughs> it was, it was the COVID watch squad because they had them every six feet. 
<laughs> like, so, I mean, there, there was no reason to have that many people watching. And I also had a problem with, they had it in this, this secured building that has a big window at the top. It's not even a window. It was just a big opening. Like it had a little gate over it, you know, uh-huh. but they had, they had big steel doors that they're stone doors that they cracked down, but they, they had this little gate window up at the top. Cause they show a shot right through it. I'm like, is this, okay? That's why he got out. Cause he just broke through the window. That wasn't like, the uh, that beam that came down that shattered. No, that's that. The, no, that's the no. Before before they even showed him okay. going in there, the the first shot is them. It kind of comes in through the top like a an aerial shot into it. It's it's just them, and it's before he even gets there. But that whole beginning shot of them, that could have been taken out, and that was like you know that's a good five ten ten minutes. Um, and it probably would have been cut in the theater version, but yeah. I'm sure he it, he took advantage of. Uh, he didn't cut anything in his version. That's why it's four hours, and that's and that's why I said I think. And and he, he had he had that added scene at the end, the the one with the, the nightmare horrible. scene with the, the uh, epilogue. Yeah. yeah, the whole epilogue I thought was I didn't care for any of it. I, I, I just, think you know he originally planned for three Justice League movies, and yes. so I think he was and and. They were supposed to go into this nightmare world as part of, you know, the future and and deal with the different uh, the different universes like uh, the multiverse. And I'm okay with that. I Um, I was fine with that. Do you know that I I I saw an interview with Zack Snyder that he was talking about after uh, he had Justice League written uh, a script Mm -hmm. for it written um, and. before and they were going into production uh but because batman v superman was not as well received as the studio had hoped that the studio went to him and said no you got to tone this down and make it yeah. less less dark so so you were saying you know you don't you didn't like the darkness coming from well, even this and this was a toned down version of what he had originally planned well and that's so. what i'm saying though is ego comes into it because uh man, uh, man of steel did not do as well as he thought and they wanted. Oh, it did not. Uh, okay. Batman versus Superman did not do as well as they wanted. And had Correct. Very. That was very critic. Yeah, I think a lot of fan people were upset with that too. So, for, for so they're go, He's he's going. He's he's zero for two, right? He's zero for two already, and he's on his third swing. I don't. And they're saying, hey. Why, why don't you why don't you hit one on the base instead of trying to take it out of the park? Why why don't you why don't you tone it back a little bit and 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 try and listen to us? But I think his ego got into it. Now we haven't even talked about part of the reason that he he stepped away and which is which is tragic and and I, and I'm, I don't want to ever make light of this because it's it's not something to make light of. But no. his his daughter no. committed suicide, and and so he stepped away for that probably more than anything else but i think it, it it fed into a lot of what else the other stuff that happened is him him it made it easier for him to walk away essentially i um, i take your point yes and so i, I don't want to make light of that now they brought in Josh Weed into to take he said he had 90% of it shot and i believe that because 90% of the the theatrical release is in this new movie they changed some of the dialect a little bit but 90%. So he, Josh Whedon did not ruin that movie, essentially. He took what it was and tried to piece it together and tried to do what the, the studio wanted. Yeah. Drop it under two hours. Lighten the mood. Lighten Don't it. make yeah. it so dark. 
you know, and yeah. and he put a little bit of his little his own spin on it. Like the 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 original the first scene with Batman is all him. He changed the 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 tone of the final fight. He took out Darkseid, which you know probably hurt it in the long run. But time wise, he kind of had to. You know, there's a lot of time taken up with with you know Steppenwolf just talking to Darkseid through the the space telephone or whatever. And I, I know what you're saying. I think I think this movie was too rushed it was too early on the dc universe to, to well there's that too all together because yeah. you can't do it without in a two-hour movie it just gets ridiculous um, yeah have I, have the have the all the every like flash movie should have happened like it doesn't have to be the big flash movie like we're gonna get which is gonna be like a crisis in time or something like that which is a huge huge story um there's a great animated series on it yeah. one of my favorites actually and so, um, but don't do that one. Do do a lighter one. I and don't go so bold, yeah, because this was definitely a bold vision yeah. that he was going for. And if you're going to rush a bold vision, it just comes across as as too much and too well, soon. He's, and, and he's trying to he's trying to hit that home run at his first bat, right? Give, give let's let's get a couple innings into the game before you try and try well, and win it. Well, Batman, Batman versus Superman was a movie that the, the studios were trying to get made for years, and I think I think you can go back to some old old like movies ten or fifteen years before where they even show it on the billboard, uh, like like they're trying to promote mm. it as an upcoming thing. I, I I can't think of what the, what that was, and uh, but uh, um, I'm. We could probably look it up, um, but yeah. uh, but <laughs> we have so, that power. <laughs> so there was a lot of a lot of uh, of pressure, probably from the studio, to like let, this is what we want, and Marvel is just is is kicking well, okay. all their stuff. Well, that's, so <clears throat> so this this all happened because of a lot of a lot of dominoes had fallen in in order. Uh, you know, Marvel was kicking their ass, right? Um, I think it was a was it Batman. Was or it might have been Man of Steel came out the same year as as Avengers and got its ass handed to it or something came out and and you know it was supposed to be the big hit for DC and just Avengers just killed it might have been Batman versus Superman, uh, okay. um, two thousand twelve. I don't know. Um, it, it, but that's you know so it came out and they they were all thinking that hey this was going to be. Uh, you know they were they were going to go head to head and and no it wasn't Batman versus Superman it was um it was another Batman movie I believe but you know it lost by you know like five hundred uh, million dollars like it was that much of a difference in in box office mm -hmm. so yeah Marvel was kicking at DC's ass in the theaters and so yeah they might have rushed it and and that you know it's like. It's a it's a strange balance when you see you know you base it off of of dollars amount dollar amounts and and then you step back and say well is it a good movie and stuff and yeah if it was Batman v Superman that that had some flaws that had a great trailer it wasn't though I think it was it was whatever was in 2012 it was a different Batman do you remember the trailer for Batman v Superman I think that really impressed a lot of people and it was our first introduction to Ben Affleck as 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 Batman um, and so that kind of set a bar for the movie. And when the movie came out, it, it, it had a lot of problems that people were hoping weren't, weren't, uh, weren't going to be going to be a part of the, the movie experience. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't remember it directly, but I, I, I remember being excited about it because I, I, I mean, I'm a big Batman fan. Not a Superman yeah. fan, but a big Batman fan. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm down for this. Well, uh, the, the, yeah. It was Dark Knight Rises that, uh, that oh, went up right. against. And that, well, that came out at the same time there was that theater shooting. In fact, I think it was like a premiere of, the, of that movie that, yeah. that took place. And, and I don't think that impacted its box office as much. Not, not $500 million yeah. worth of no, did. I, I think it was the fact that it, it was following up on, on the Joker, on, on the Batman. Oh, right. Dark Knight, the, the Dark Knight with, uh, yeah. with Heath Ledger. And, uh, yeah. and they couldn't quite match that. But I think it was still yeah. a success. But Avengers, so hmm, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, if, so right, you were talking about B, uh, B, BVS, right? Yeah. Batman versus Superman, and yeah, so we got we got our first look at uh, Batflick, right? Which is yeah. uh, the Ben Affleck Matt Batman. I picked up all these like cool little names for different things. <laughs> Batflick, well, I know, think it's hilarious. <laughs> they were doing with Batman like they did with the Spider Man. They had the spider the success of Spider Man with to- Toby uh, Toby McGuire, and then they right. followed it up with another Spider Man uh, and with the Amazing Spider Man. And that kind of <laughs> because after three movies, they said, "Oh, well, let's just try a whole different uh, direction and try this." That kind of flopped, and then. And then they had more success with uh, the new new Spider-Man with Homecoming, uh, but they were kind of doing the same thing with Batman because they had uh, mm. Michael Keaton, who sounds right. like he's going to be in the Flash movie. He uh, is. I well, I, I was reading about it yesterday, and I think he still hasn't signed on the on the dotted line. He's oh, maybe has, okay. It has to do with the script or something. If the script works, but uh, uh, but no, he might. Yeah, because they're dealing with the multiverse, and he'd be like a Batman, right. from from a different universe. Um, but anyway, Batman had him, and then it had uh, you know the Dark Knight, uh, and then now we have Ben Affleck. So he's kind of having to follow and other people's footsteps uh, just like the joke well, but you know, yeah try to well re- but i i actually character. i think he did a great job i i, I actually too. yeah i think he's he's the best bruce wayne we've ever had I, so i had a hard time with him in joss wheaton's uh justice league i thought really yeah because i liked his more gritty older uh feel and it seemed like they tried to change his his character in that and kind of make it more one. I liked him in, I I liked him in, I liked him in both. So I preferred Zack Snyder's cut. Um, but to me, I just liked that older, more rundown Bruce Wayne and, and Alfred, I thought, I thought was, was, Oh, he killed it. He killed it. That's, um, who Jeremy uh, Irons, Jeremy, Irons. Jeremy Irons. Uh, Um, Scar. Well, the reason, (laughs) The reason, the reason I liked I liked uh, the Bruce Wayne in the Joss Whedon is because it was a little bit lighter and it played a little bit more into the mindset that they were trying to go with, saying you know Batman used to be all about facts and and now he's he's a little bit on belief he's a little bit on you know but and that so was I something that it, was part of the Snyder script though because he he did he well yeah no well the whole thing is Snyder script. Josh Whedon didn't rewrite the script. He just put it together a little oh, different. Oh, bullshit. I call bullshit on that. There's a he did not re... There's a lot of rewritten dialogue. No, I don't know of a lot. Okay. More, not, more than, not more than 15%. Okay. All right. But the base story, but the but base it, story but is it still... Change, it changes the tone. It changes the character motivation when you start messing with key lines that, you know, that really 
change the but see okay so here's some of it i think some of the lines that josh whedon put in there were better okay okay I, I i i don't i think i think i prefer Zack snyder's because i think it was more of a of a pure holistic approach to the dialogue whereas i think joss whedon came in and had to try to 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 change it in a way that then you have two competing tones and that created a challenge to the production, no matter who was going to take it on. Because right, well, we you got, got that regard that, but I think yeah. I think Batman himself, like the the parts of like so. Let's take when they they uh, res- resurrected. Uh, get that word out right, uh, <laughs> Superman. Right, he he goes to the the um, uh, memorial right, and he ends up fighting everybody. So in the in the Josh Whedon uh, cut. Batman thought ahead because he's a thinker and he's a fucking tactician. And he said, hey, let's have for our big gun. We're going to have Lois Lane on standby in case this shit goes sideways. Right. He he thought ahead to say, but in, in the Zack Snyder. No. First off, he should have killed Batman if he shot him with his fucking laser eyes, not just blow up his little arm gauntlet. Right. Um, twice. Hey, come on. That was Alfred's new. No, it was one on one arm. And then he got the other one, the other arm on the second. Yeah, he did it twice. He did both arms. Right. Right. Right? If he was that move your fucking eyes. If it's that big a deal, if he really wanted to kill him, I I thought it was stupid. Okay. But then she just walks up like, Oh, hi. Hi, Clark. How you doing? You're back from dead. Okay. No, it, it was, it was Batman's forethought. You know, to, to say, hey, let's have her. And I thought that was a smarter way to go about it because I, it let Batman be Batman. I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Not and just I, a fat guy getting his ass kicked. And I think Zack Snyder has some issues with, I think I talked about it before, with kind of continuity issues or things that just don't quite make sense to me. So here's it's when, it's <laughs> when, when they all, it's like, let's suit up. Uh, that that time when when cyborg, you know, I'm always oh, I'm always suited dressed. To, to me, it's like what made them decide to all get dressed to go, you know, resurrect uh, resurrect Superman. It just seems strange, but it was really because of all the scenes to come. It was just kind of an excuse to I, to me. It just felt it felt weird that that this was the signal to suit up. <laughs> it's like let's let's all get dressed to go resurrect Superman. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so one of the things that, that bugged me and this, and this is where I think egos came into it is Zack Snyder said that he's not going to, he's going to not have any of the changes that Josh Whedon put in there. Correct. Right. So he has never, and in fact, he said he has not watched the the Josh Whedon uh, version. He has never watched it. So he doesn't know how to comment about, um, about Henry Cavill's mustache digitally being removed. And you know what? To me, that's, that's stupid. That's fucking ego. That that is pure fucking ego saying, "Well, I'm yeah. not even going to watch what he did." I, Dude, I, so what? Watch I, it. I agree with you. At the same time, uh, all the interviews I've seen have not been. I, I haven't sensed a bitter tone. I think he's really happy he got the opportunity to do this, and he's not putting all that that angst out there. So at least got to give him props for that. You know. Well, to come out and say I'm not going to use anything he did. Well, that to, you, that to me is taking a shot at him. It's like, hey, oh, you know what? Okay. Why don't you say, hey, I don't hold anything against the guy. He came in and did a job that he was hired to do. I don't hold it against him. So, but it wasn't my no, vision. So no, I want to do he my. Has, vi- he probably has a lot of reason to be kind of emotionally. He's, a, he's being bitter. Yeah, yeah, but the, you know, you're. He would. He wouldn't have got to do his. He wouldn't have got to do this four-hour fucking 
snooze fest. And I say that because it's too damn long. I fell asleep during it. I did. Do you, do you think though that if he is offered, do you think he'll be offered uh, a sequel? Hmm. So here's here's my thought: is only if he agrees to make it two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, that he'll be allowed to do a movie, and I don't think he'll he'll accept that. Um, I don't think that they could do this in the release on an HBO again, because the the upfront money was made back by Joss Whedon. Yeah, I not- can see them saying, "Yeah, we'll give you two movies and cut it however you want, and they have to be you know five yeah. hours total." And yeah, that's our only stipulation. That might be that. That's that's that's. And that's and that's what I mean is and so because I mean that was his thing is he's he's like I, they don't know what they're doing they can't tell me how to, that's why you know no they're telling you what 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 works like they're paying you to make something for them to sell right so they still have a say in it you can't just say hey they'd be like going to the dealership like I'm gonna give you all this money for a car just just give me what you think I need so I mean there, yeah. there's you gotta have you gotta have give and take on both sides and i think he had too much take and not enough give and i think that's why you know it got a little sour so um going to that i think you know like i said i think the the scene where uh batman thought ahead and got and brought in the big guns which was lois was a a better scene josh weed i liked the opening music and montage that they did in the very beginning of the, the theatrical release where it had the um everybody knows like slow song paint played over like the funeral of spider or superman kind of almost called him spider-man again <laughs> superman and uh all that stuff that to me gave me more feels and and you know those emotional tugs than anything in the snyder cut did and they were some of the same scenes <laughs> okay so there were some of the same scenes so it's like why and that that would have cut twenty minutes out of that movie, right? The whole fucking the, the the first Aquaman scene, right, where he's at the village and he's talking to the guy, and you know they they changed it up a little bit. I both of them were good, you know. I would have taken either one. I kind of I kind of liked the Josh Whedon one a little bit because they talked about the mother boxes a little bit. Shows that he knows about it. He you know both of them show that he knew who Aquaman was right away. The whole women singing as he fucking swam away and sniffing his sweater was fucking dumb that cut that could have cut five minutes out of that film you know um the other aquaman scene where he saves the guy and dumps him on the thing and then he's walking out i loved the danny elfman track where he's got he's playing the 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 rock music as he's going out it had so much more like you know, fist pump to me than the slow. Oh, he's supposed to be a king and no uh, freeze in the big fucking waves. Oh, another chance for Momoa to take his damn shirt off. Like it just, I, I there was so many things about the uh, a theat- theatrical release that I thought played better um, than than the other one. So to me, a perfect movie would be a cut of the two together. Hey, I gotta, I gotta think. When you post this on, on, <laughs> you gotta make sure you say that you ripped this movie apart 
because oh, I'm going to. <laughs> I, think, I think people need to know that, or not. Or I think I think people are looking for those opinions. They're so getting so fed up with with the 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 fanboy, the adoration that, mm. that everyone is 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 putting on on Zack Snyder. And um, yeah, I, I think you're bringing up some fair points. I'm I'm not certainly. Maybe you know some of these points you're bringing up. I don't think are fair. I'll I'll say that. I think I, I think you've gotten a little bit too jaded. On something something has has really kind of kind of gotten you a but little no, sour. You can't too. say they're not fair. They're my viewing though, and and this no, no, I had okay, these before I listened. Yeah, I this is that. how I see, it. and <laughs> this goes because I I enjoyed the first one, and I know a lot of people shit on this, and I and I defended this from the get go, like. You guys are, you know, a, a lot of people hated on this regardless of what it was because it wasn't Snyder's release. Yeah. And it, it basically was about, oh, uh, you know, I love Josh, you know, I love Snyder, fuck Josh Whedon, you know, and it was very much a, a hate on him outside yeah. of the movie. Man, let's think, let's talk about Josh Whedon because, you know, he did Avengers. He was, that was incredible. He was on top of the world. Yeah. And then Avengers 2. Uh, came out and it had kind of a it didn't quite it didn't quite uh, appease the everyone well and so but let's talk about that a little I mean we talked about it in our podcast you can go back and find it on one of our episodes not too long ago I think 52 53 maybe yeah one of the Um, ones yeah yeah and part of the reason people were so down on it was because there was a lot of fears for stuff that was pushed in there for stuff that was coming up. And if you go back and rewatch that after watching everything that happens afterwards, it makes so much more sense. And it's such a better movie. And I'm not the only one that says that I, I know listening to a lot of other podcasts when they talk about it, that is a, a kind of standard opinion of it is like the first watch through, there's a lot of holes and a lot of things like, Oh, it could have been better. But then when you see what the payoff is later, then it gets better. Now, maybe that is what could be the same said for the Snyder cut is like, if he got that second and third, uh, justice league movie, or, you know, then we get the flash or we get a cyborg movie, maybe it pays off better, but we don't know going into it. I'm going to play just like all the people that fucking shit on Ultron when it first came on that, Hey, it's not good. It's got too many lead ups that go nowhere, too many holes, too many fucking commercials for shit that may not happen. And, you know, so a lot of stuff that could have been trimmed out. And so, I, you know, that that's my take on it. I, I think by far the Snyder Cut final hour battle, like where they, I, I think that battle is much better than the, the, the Whedon Cut, even though there's a similar hours. I, I like the fact that Steppenwolf had a, a better, uh, Reason, you know, he he got more background, and I do enjoy that. I did not like it. Oh, okay, he froze up. So he's just about to talk about Steppenwolf. I did not like. So I just got to say that that was my favorite part of Zack Snyder's cut. Is Steppenwolf to me seemed like such a more fleshed out character. The scenes that Steppenwolf were in were my favorite. Whereas when I watched Justice League, the original one. They okay. were the most. Oh, now he's back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I interrupted. Well, I, I took over. You were about to talk about Steppenwolf. I was. I was about okay. to go off Let's, on that armor. Uh, okay. Go. Oh, it was the armor. I hadn't even gotten to the armor. But go ahead. Okay. I, I liked it. I liked his story better in the second one. I okay. hated the armor. To me, he looked like some two cent Megatron. You know, a uh, uh, damn uh, Autobot reject 
I, it was. You know, I did not like I, it at all. I'm surprised. I thought you would have. I thought you would have liked the armor. I mean, I, I, okay. I, I'm kind of in tune, kind of with your taste. I, 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 I told you before you saw the Joker movie <laughs> that you weren't going to. Oh like yeah, it, and you though, were right. Even though I, <laughs> I, I thought it was one of the best movies of the year, and, and I was, I was right. And uh, you're 100 percent right. So, so I thought you would have liked the armor. No, no. Okay, so that awesome scene when they're on. Uh, when they're uh, fighting, when he gets the, shot the with the arrows, and he just kind of like flexes, and they all just like the, the armor like knives it like cuts off. Yeah, okay. I, I would have been <laughs> I would have been more impressed if they did more like a suit of armor, like an actual like old school okay. knight suit of armor that didn't have all the little living blades that kind of did its own thing. I I, loved I, it. I, it, I it, thought it to me like uh, like Iron Man. I got really annoyed with this suit as it evolved and became more <laughs> nanotechnology. To me, that was I preferred the the, the the steel and metal that you know where you could see the moving parts. And I thought this was kind of a a good uh, a mix of that, where you really got a sense of the living. It was almost like the same the the mother box, which is supposed to be like a living computer of some sort. Yeah, I, I'll um, buy that, but they're uh, not. He did. He wasn't part of the mother box. He was searching for it. Yeah, no. I, I did not like his armor. I actually, <laughs> I liked, I kind of liked the look of the original guy, but I would have beefed him up a little bit, made him a little bit taller. Well, to me, they, and, they, you know, they reshaped the chin too, and they gave yeah. him more emo- You know, you could really get a sense of of. See, of every time I looked at his, <laughs> every time I looked at his face, he reminded me of the uh, the sloth from Ice Age. His eyes just made him look like he just wasn't all there. His eyes were wide. Yeah, kind of like uh, the... Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, he, he he just had a slow look about him. Like, he, he, was, wait, he wasn't he was he wasn't hitting on all... What's the, what's the so, guy in Goonies? Uh, the... <laughs> Sloth. Oh, yeah, okay. But you were talking about... You were talking about... Um... It's, a, it's Ice Age. It's the... It's the Age. Yeah, the, the Sloth from Ice Age, the yeah, but, John Leguizamo's. But in Goonies, what's the guy... Sloth. It is. The, oh, okay. the, hey, you guys. Yeah. He's got yeah. those white eyes too, and I, I so I get that. There's a reason. That's why they call him Sloth. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, I just i I didn't like the art. I liked his story better. I I'm not I'm not all like oh my god, Dark Side. But I'm I don't I don't know him as a as a villain. I don't know him as a. I was surprised to see a character that was so similar to uh, Thanos. Um, and I looked it up, and actually, Darkseid, uh, which I said was uh, 1970, was first introduced. It sounds like Thanos wasn't introduced till 1973 or somewhere a few years later. So, so I, 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 so I don't, I don't, I'm not going to really go there as far as as far as the characters and how they developed. And yeah, they, just there's a, so a, many a big bald, bulky, yeah. bulky character from another planet. There is so is, much. Is, stealing of you know flash and and you know quicksilver and you know there's uh, you had hawkeye and green arrow i mean there's it, there's so much uh, uh what you call mirroring or copycat across dc marvel back and forth that you're going to end up with stuff like that apparently dark side is a big villain and, and and i'm all good with that i thought he looked great i i thought he was good um the other one that he was talking to Dasad, don't know anything about him um yeah, I, I thought the one call to him was good. The one is like, okay, you you just told him all the same things. That that scene could have been cut. Um, it, it it was good to set it up. It, it was kind of kind of like Loki and um, 
Thanos in in the Avenger stuff where Loki was the guy on the ground and Thanos was pulling the strings. It was kind of that same kind of theme, which which worked. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I didn't care for the armor. I didn't care for that. Like he beats everybody's ass handily until Superman gets there and just gets fucking beat like a little stepchild, right? So yeah. the the threat wasn't there once Superman was there. Like like once Superman was there, he literally was like, oh. Done. I, I got nothing like for this guy. So yeah. it lost something in that. Um, I did like that final battle, other than the time time travel thing. Um, I like Batman's play in it a little bit more. Um, Wonder Woman, you know, she kicked ass through the whole thing. I mean, she stood. She kind of stood toe to toe with him. They, they, and I thought, they did that that bank high scene a little bit differently. They, I liked the way she moved a little better. It wasn't see. Okay. So I, oh yeah, you're laughing because you totally disagree. <laughs> I thought it was a little too much. Like, uh, so it kind of like the 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 over the top slow mos, right? When he when he does so many slow hold on this let me one finish wasn't slow mo I know but that, that, I'm getting there so because there's so many slow mo things in this it starts to lose its edge yeah you start to like okay I get it okay then she speeds up and it's like okay then they do it again and you know it just it kind of got overplayed a little bit I I thought it was good I I kind of liked. You know the whole scene. I thought she was. It was a little more brutal than you know I was expecting because in the in the Snyder cut, which yeah. I think you know for one. Okay, so this is the other reason. The difference in the two shows, two uh, hours yeah. versus four hours, PG thirteen versus R. Yeah. Right. It's. Yeah. We of course you're gonna have. We get an f bomb from Batman, and then yeah, and that, and and blood is spraying out of everyone's head. So. So of course it's going to be different movies. You you've got more more space in it, and so uh, it's one of the reasons they're different. Um, I, I think he, I did like the speed up a little bit, but I think it got a little played out. It was like I don't know. I I did like that scene, but there was also some parts of it I didn't care for. I I thought it was still a great introduction. I I got um, a sense that you know I was I was. I was trying to see if Wonder Woman was flying because they introduced that in 1984. And, <laughs> and so at the end, when, you know, in the in the Joss Whedon version, she just throws the uh, the the suitcase into the air and it explodes. But in this one, you know, she shoots up into the sky and I it every time she quote unquote flew, it almost seemed more like a power jump up. I don't. I don't know if that was kind of a compromise of of you know she's got this. She could have flown. Yeah, she could have flown. There's another. There's another uh, slow mo that didn't need to be slow mo. Didn't need to really see that that uh, you know briefcase spin around in the air slow yeah, like it, is, it did. And the slow mo of the uh, of the guy shooting when he's getting ready to to fight, you know he changes. Oh yeah, here they actually show him change it from from single fire to automatic uh, full auto. To, yeah. Um, but I mean, the slow mo a little bit worked because it kind of, like I said, you know, too many slow mos it gets old. But I mean, they show the first one where the guy shoots at her and she kind of dodges it a little bit, and then they show her going fast. So it's kind of a combination showing that she's a little bit faster than the normal person, right? Yeah. Um, which uh, okay, but they can't. It's just so many slow mos. It's like leave leave the ones in her fighting. Don't don't throw the 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 
briefcase spinning. Don't show Lois walking in slow motion with the rain. I, I got to say, one of my favorite shots, and this is in both versions, um, is is when the Flash is trying to. He, he decides he's going to try to help help with when Superman is resurrected, and he, he oh when he gets over there and, and oh. doing it in the slow mo, and then you see Henry you know, Superman, Superman look at him, look at him, and I. I think Henry Henry Cavill just nailed that look. I just thought it was Oh, it's it was perfect. Hilarious. That's a that's that is a good slow-mo. Yeah. Like leave that in there. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some other ones it was just like kind of ridiculous or just like, you know, okay, he does the one where he runs around inside the building and taps the sword back to her and then trips. You know, oh, there's okay, right. so here's another here's another take that yeah. I thought was better in the Josh Whedon one. When they go in to do that battle in the underground tunnel, right? Uh, Batman talks to to Flash, uh, and he said he's like, I, I don't know how talk. to gives him a pep talk. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not a fighter and all this. He's like, save one person. Yeah, right. That was such a perfect thing because Barry is still young. He needs that mentor. This was a perfect time for it. It worked out perfect. That's the kind of thing Batman would do. It was a perfect thing for this movie, and it wasn't. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't. It was a. It was a good josh whedon ad to show some story and some why these guys would bond and they cut it out and instead they have barry running fast yeah. around these people going upstairs I'm like yeah. come on I, I don't know when you, when you say they cut it out i don't think i don't think uh zach snyder ever looked at joss whedon's footage so i so i, I, that, I don't know that seems that seems such bullshit and that's where you say ego and i get you there i agree that that was a good ad um but but I, I I also think that that I, I think Joss we or I think Zack Snyder probably made a decision that I, I'm I'm doing the Snyder cut. If I add Joss Wheaton's footage, then I'm I'm defying the, the the the. Okay, so that's fine. Then Josh Wheaton had some better parts. Yes, I I, I, <laughs> I and I agree. I liked that. That was that was a good yeah. moment. Um and uh, and and. Yeah, like you talked about that other one too, which I thought was bringing Lois to uh, Superman. The Superman resurrection made sense, right? There, there's there's two or three in there, and like I said, if if Josh Whedon would have had an extra two hours, probably would have made a fabulous movie. Well, if, or if maybe did his own version, but you know, if they get Josh Whedon to do it, it's kind of like getting J.J. Abrams to do. Star Wars after he's done Star Trek. It's like, let's take the guy yeah. who did Star Trek and do Star Wars. Well, that's kind of like taking the guy who did Avengers to do... To yeah, do, yeah. No, and, I understand that. But so I'm just saying, if if you want to compare the two, right? But one but is going to... I think Joss Whedon suffered from the fact that he was trying to take one vision and kind of over overwrite some of it so that he could lighten it up. And that's just an impossible task. Um, well, but that's what I'm saying is, is if he would have had the time and, and the, the, and when I say time is in far as like four hour movie yeah, and he would have had the time, he only had like something like six weeks to do all this in. Like I am, it was, I am, his, and I'm really sensitive. I, I remember seeing the movie attack of the clones and Ewan McGregor uh, played Obi-Wan Kenobi. And if you watch that movie, I saw this from the very beginning. You could totally see 
the 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 shoots versus the reshoots because they went in mm. apparently, apparently did a lot of reshoot shoots to try to lighten up his character. It was the same thing. He was <laughs> Obi Wan was too dark in Attack of the Clones in the original one, so they tried to lighten it up a little bit. But every time you see Ewan McGregor in the reshoots, he's got this beard that's just kind of pasted on his face. Versus, he's got a really nice. He's he's kind of like he's got that nice man chiseled beard. It yeah, looks really good. And then you glue one on, and it, you totally see the difference. And his mullet's different too. Um, <laughs> so um, I and and this movie, of course, is notorious for suffering from that same kind of fate where where Henry Cavill couldn't couldn't get out. Actually, they uh, Mission Impossible did offer. Uh, a, an, yeah, it was like a huge amount of money. Three million dollars, and uh, they would let him. Uh, they would shave. Let, let him shave, and instead they spent. I don't know how much they spent to digitally remove it. So it might have, you know, looking back, it might have been a good thing for uh, for uh, DC to, to it, take yeah. off on, because because it didn't work. It, it it did take you out of the scene very quite a See, thing. For me, for me, because and that's why it didn't. Was, it, didn't why, it, it didn't for me. That's why I was bringing up Attack of the Clones. Is that I'm really sensitive to that. I, I noticed okay. that even though I didn't even know that they were reshooting. It's like, man, he looks like a different person. It's ridiculous. Um, and uh, I can understand that. And, and like I said, I I didn't notice it. I mean, but I I didn't look for it either. And um, I, I knew maybe about it, it too. It's kind of like digital. You know, you watch okay. Rogue One and you see Grand Moff Tarkin. And you know it's digital, so you so you fo- find yeah. you know you you focus your 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 energy on on what's different about it, and then you just can't accept it because yeah. you know it. Uh, yeah. It, but like I, I was saying, one of the things I think would make <laughs> a, a better movie overall, and I, I mean better as far as like it will improve the Joss Whedon theatrical cut, and I think it would improve the the Snyder cut is to make a combination of the two that actually take the better parts of both. Like, you know, take the take the Batman brings in Lo, uh, Lois portion. You know, take some of, like, change up some of the... the I, I actually thought the music was a little bit better in the Josh Whedon. I, I guess I'm just not into the... Everything's got to be a slow emo song, right? Well, it just I mean, kinda... they, brought back, they brought back Danny Elfman, who did uh, Batman... Yeah, in the Josh Whedon one. Yeah, in Batman Returns. So, uh, but he wasn't. The, none of those. None of that's in the in the other right, one. Right. In, in which, like, the, he does some great stuff with bringing in the like the Wonder Woman, you know, in the the Superman and the Batman themes from other things and stuff like that. But he added some really weird, goofy shit. And like I said, that that one where Aquaman's walking down the pier with all the w- water crashing around him and it's got that slow emo he will be king kind of I'm like come on man then you play the Josh Whedon one and it's got that rock song just going like that's fucking pumping that that makes you go yeah Aquaman's a kick ass not just some um oh, emo fucking fish guy you know it, it just I, I don't know I had a hard time with Aquaman. The only thing I really liked about <laughs> this was was the eye lenses they used to made him made him oh look, his eyes yeah fiercer. And I don't remember that from uh, the Aquaman movie. It's in there. Is it okay? Good. Oh, in the Aquaman movie, I don't believe. I, uh, I, was, I, was, I, thought, I didn't care for the Aquaman movie. I thought it was too. I liked uh, it. Too, I thought it was uh, good. Silly, you know. And uh, I didn't think it was great. Like I'm, it, it it's not a, it's not above a Marvel mostly. I mean, it might beat out like he's you know, kind of the Thor, Iron Man three. He's kind of the Thor of the of the Marvel universe, uh, uh, in a way, DC yeah. Universe because he's kind of that 
under he's an underwater god you know you've got the other god and so it's hard yeah. to integrate with but dc at least they're integrating with they're already integrating with with superman who's this man from another planet so i don't know trying to throw all these crazy characters together and make it meld is not easy marvel did it so well with avengers yeah which DC is really interesting too soon yeah which is really interesting because dc has some fabulous fabulous stories that they've done in animated movies they have some of the best animated movies out there. Animated, you give them a pass when it comes to kind of the ridiculous uh, nature of what... But it's, it's not even... Once you make it real, uh, you know, once you photograph it, it's suddenly you have to, you have to somehow accept... But it's the stories. Uh, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, no. it's not just... The, it's the stories. They, they have the background. They have the, the conversations. They have the, the meaning. It's not just like, oh, like, I don't think I could film that. I think they could. But I think the most successful movies, like the original Spider-Man and, and, and some of the Batman Dark Knight series and, and Marvel with Iron Man, is that you took, you took a regular person and showed how, in a real situation, kind of that evolution occurs. And so the audience is tied into, hey, this, this is something that, that I, I can get behind. That's uh, Stephen King. You know, his, some of the stories he writes are so ridiculous, and yet reading his books is so much different than watching the movies because you get so tied to the characters that you understand the the perspective and it it grounds it more than, right. than what's going on around them. And and when we're looking at live action, you need to be grounded somehow, or at least I do yeah. it as an audience member. It's hard to to take well, and, something and too fantastic. Some. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem with DC in general is they they are not trying to you know everything's trying to be darker. I mean, if you even look at their live action series, they they had one um, uh, Teen Titans, I think is it's on HBO also, and it's you know it was based off a comic, and it is it's really dark, and it it just it didn't do as well as like you know Netflix stuff that came out from Marvel, and I don't know why why DC is not hitting it out of the park like marvel is and, and it's in the same kind of platform it's it's a a series it's dark you know it's a group and and like i said i i tried watching some of it i just i couldn't i'm like i got bored hey do we we want to talk a little bit about the uh, the last the last uh, part six right is that the, ep the, the epilogue epilogue just yeah okay you know you've already <laughs> kind of teased that that you probably want to delete that entire Part. To me, it felt like the cutscenes that, except extended cutscenes, because obviously after the credits, you're not going to, well, you, no one has yet stuck stuck a 10-minute scene after, after the credits. <laughs> but the way those were cut together... There's a reason. ...were very... Um, you know, they did not cut together. They didn't fl didn't flow. Excuse me. Um, well, it's like three separate. It's three separate ones put all together instead they, of like yeah. They showed the scenes. they showed the Lex Luthor cut scene that was straight out of uh, the other one. They they changed it up a little bit, but uh, yeah. Well, but they added the whole prison thing too, right? Or was that in the first one? I don't know. I, I right. They show him when in I prison. I rewatched Justice League this last weekend, but I but I didn't watch. Uh, the last uh, the epilogue. The, I didn't watch the. the so yeah, he starts off for in no. prison, and then they, he's not there. It's some other bald guy, and then they right. show him on the boat, and Deathstroke shows up, and that was supposed to be setting up a Batman movie, Batman versus Deathstroke. Fine, I'll do it. That's fine, and that's kind of what it was supposed to be. Uh, what was the other one? Um, 
Was there? There was three. I thought. Well, they they have uh, they have cyborg finally put together the the tape recorder, and then he listens to oh. his father's. Uh, See, words. to me, that was that to me wasn't part of the epilogue. That should have just been part of the movie. Yeah, like, that, that, that kind of that kind of throw through some perspective on what happened. Yeah, um, and Barry goes back and talks to his father and tells right. him he gets the job, and that's that sets up the life of Barry Allen, where he he was a. Um, a crime scene investigator and stuff like that. And so that that's perfect. Uh, that should have been part of the, you know, that's kind of like the, the, the sweeping up after the, the movie's over, yeah. you know. Um, Diana shows looking at the arrow like, oh, I need to go home and visit my mom. Oh, okay, we got gotcha. you. Uh, I can't remember what uh, Batfleck was doing. He was doing something. Oh, they just show him next to a big tank car. <laughs> But you which know. I know your big problem, and this was something that Zack Snyder was, he just really wanted to get a scene with Batman and Joker. And, and that Fucking, was... Fucking... Ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> so really... Well, okay, okay, I, well, well first, com- did, what did you think of Jared Leto in Suicide Squad? Hated him. Okay. Was there any... I mean, obviously his portrayal here was evolved. I think as, as not much he, as he puts it. Uh, okay. Um, so the look was a little bit better, but you're talking about the difference between like a wet dog turd and a dry dog turd. Okay. <laughs> well, like I said at first, when you look, see, I thought the first cut of, of Joss Wheaton, and this had a lot to do with the tonal imbalance of it, where you had two different visions trying to compete for a movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crap. And and so to me, Zack Snyder's version, in comparison, was worth on, watching. But on the and, and so and so you're saying a what? How did what were the craps that you? <laughs> so you, you had a wet wet. So Jared Leto in in Suicide Squad was just a wet dog turd. Okay, right. And, just and, uh, and then in in and then in the epilogue where they did the the nightmare, uh, Jared Leto Joker was a dry dark turd. Yeah. Basically, one's a little bit easier to pick up, but you don't want to touch either one of them. I, I thought the scene was kind of interesting that they brought. You know, I I didn't even know it was Flash until I saw some because he's oh in the that, armor he's got that different armor and even his facial features look a little different to me. He doesn't. Well, it's all supposed to be like a, 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 a an apocalyptic type world where Bat or Superman goes bad because he well, yeah. thinks lo- he killed no. Lois Lane. And- yeah, they teased it in in, Dat- in Batman versus Superman too with Flash kind of doing that time travel thing and and then we had a lot of the scene where Superman comes and rips the the mask off of Batman and uh, so. I'm fine with all that. I still don't like the Joker that Jared Leto portrays. Okay. I don't care for him. Um, the whole I, reach around comment could have, whatever. The it, only po- good, the only so, good part about that was Batman saying, "I will fucking kill you." Yeah, <laughs> there, there's, there's two things I want to add. So the trailer was released. I'll talk about that. Uh, but also, they're they're supposed to release a black and white version of Zack Snyder's. Uh, uh, that's not going to make it any better. No, no, but and and apparently the <laughs> difference there is a and not only is it all black and white, but there's there's a different Joker scene or or his dialogue is different. So I think people are still. I, it's it's. Oh yeah, all the fanboys are going to buy that shit up in the trailer. They're, they're going to in the trailer. He throws out a line. Um, we live in a society which is a, a very. Uh, I don't know if you know the meme from nine gag community and stuff it's it's quite it's got 
it it's kind of associated with uh, Joker, especially with uh, the last Joker movie, um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And it kind of took on a life of its own, this meme. We live in a society and just kind of like, that's it. There's, there's lore dating back to Seinfeld when George screams, you know, <laughs> something about living in a society. And, and But anyway, you know, he ad-libbed, ad-libbed that line when they were shooting and... Um, and they put it in the trailer, which I, I thought was got a lot of fanboys really excited. The fact that they were kind of acknowledging memes and stuff. And then, and then, and then they were they were a lot of them were pissed off when it was not in the actual movie. Oh they, god! They oh yeah! Line. But I thought that was kind of funny too because it kind of plays on the meme itself, which is kind of <laughs> kind of there's a certain irony I, to it that that it, it. I don't know what it is about the Jared. I I just I didn't care for the way he looked. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't, what about compared to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Ooh, I got you there. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, actually, I think, I think he looked better as a Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. I just, I didn't care for that movie though, but I'm, I'm also not, I'm not like this big, huge, I'm so my Joker, uh, the, the, the Joker that I like and, and, you know, some of them are out of the video games and a lot are from the, the animated series. Sure. Uh, you know, the little over the top, but something about like the, the Jared Leto, the first one where he's the little gangster with all the stupid tattoos and the fucking metal teeth. Yeah. He looked fucking stupid. I agree. I was not a big fan of it. I do appreciate <sighs> that they were trying to find another direction to go with it. But apparently a lot of the footage was was cut that and and. And so it, it doesn't make it look any better. No, I, I'm just saying that 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 so the, the full vision of, of what they had in mind um, will never be seen. So I I well, there's I there's really... there's some talk about a, a, a director's cut from that one. Apparently, that was a, a director change also. I, I'm looking uh, in forward. Suicide they, Squad. They got the new uh, Suicide Squad coming out, which is uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy director. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and uh, they're dropping done. they're dropping that on. Uh, on, I'm not sure. It's a streaming platform. It's going to be available this summer uh, on streaming. Oh, cool! So uh, it'll and, probably hit theaters too. And, and that looks like it's just kind of gone overboard with the kind of the campiness of of it. Well, and that, but that's kind of what I thought Suicide Squad was kind of supposed to be. Was more of a they're more of a jokey type. They're they're a kill squad, but they're also more of just a misfit squad. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. And, and so I'm I'm looking forward to to that movie. Yeah, and, I, I'm see, okay and that with has, that. And that has a director that has a vision. So when we, when we talk about Zack Snyder's vision, I agree. Ego has, has, has a play. <laughs> I agree. There's issues with his storytelling, but I I do like to see a complete vision and what they were going for. It gives us the ability to judge. Judge it better. You know, you get to look at this. Oh, movie I, I agree. And, and, and I, I don't think Joss Whedon had an easy task. I don't think that's a good movie because it has got two competing visions that just didn't quite work together. <laughs> he was on a schedule. He had to put right. a two-hour movie. They had to digitally remove yeah. Henry Cavill's mustache. Well, so it's kind of a no-win <laughs> situation. They must have paid him a lot of money to do that. But uh, Well, and that's for him. It was a, it was a, a no-lose situation. Because he all he had to do was get the movie out in time, right? And yeah, really, it, 
I it, I disagree. He got paid a shit ton of money, like money. five million dollars. But but what's he? I mean, he's got a lot of a lot of people that that do not respect him now, and it's going to make things hard. Okay. Yeah, I I don't I, I, I don't think so. Well, I think you have a toxic fan base. Yeah, that are are, are Snyder want you know, little fucking fanboys that were a very toxic fan base that pushed for it, and they're the ones that have the weed and hate. I don't. I, th- I don't think you're normal. Like, okay. So here, here's yeah. my question. The 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 fan base, the the Snyder Snyder heads are all gonna love this movie because they fought for it and got it. Regardless of how what it is, they're gonna fucking. But how are regular people gonna take it? Right. Right. Take your wife Sydney. How is she gonna? Is she gonna watch this and go, "Oh, that was a great movie," or is she gonna go, "Eh, that was fucking four hours. I'm never gonna get back." She's. She's going to be left with a sour taste because I think of that, the epilogue, the epilogue. She's going to go, that was kind of weird. I don't get it. And it's like with the Martian Manhunter, which, yeah, which I, I didn't, I'd never, I, you know, I'm not a DC comic follower, so I don't know anything about the Martian Manhunter. And to me, it just seemed a little out of place. Yeah. And, and, and so I had to do some YouTubing and, and you know, find, <laughs> find, find the origin and what that was all about. Show and, me the Manhunter. Yeah. And uh, so well, that's, it was weird. Um, I like it when movies have a little bit more, you know, when, when you drop something like that, you have a, a point of reference. You don't have to be yeah. a, be a fanboy to get, get it all. But that, that's not what this, this HBO. That's what I mean. That's why I say it's necessarily about. Yeah. Well, okay, so this is going to be a huge hit with DC fanboys and fangirls. It's going to be a huge hit with Schneider heads um, that are all about whatever he does. Not 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 ones that are like, I like some of but I'm not just going to blindly follow him. Those people are going to rate this a 10 out of 10. Okay. There's going to be the other people that, like, don't want to have anything to do with this because they were on the other side of that, uh, the the release the Snyder Cut uh, toxicity that happened, which there was a lot of. And they're probably going to be like, oh, I hate this movie regardless of how it is. Then there's going to be the common people, right, which I, I kind of am in, I kind of consider myself that where I'm in the middle. I'm not a fanboy. I'm not a hater. I enjoyed the first one enough that I thought it was worth watching. I've watched it again. I own it on Blu-ray. You mean Man's, um, which one? The first? Uh, the, fir- the first, the theatrical release, the Josh Whedon oh, theatrical okay. release. Oh, okay. I, so we're going back. I'm, I'm watching this one, and I'm going to say it is a decent enough thing. I would rate it probably around a 6 out of 10. But, and compare that to Batman versus Superman. That is more like a 4. Okay. So you, you prefer kind of the tonal... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, and it, that I'm okay makes. with, I'm okay. Yeah. I, I prefer that a little bit. I think, um, and I think most common people do, I don't need this super dark, you know, like Watchmen, Watchmen was dark. Right. Yeah. And, and it kind of held that, but I think with, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like Watchmen and, and you got to be into that kind of thing to, to enjoy that. Where I, I'm looking at just I, okay, so Alyssa, watch this. She's not she's not a a superhero fan movie. She's not really a big fan. Of, you know, she watches them, but she's not like she did, does definitely doesn't like rewatching anything. Um, she watched it and was kind of like, meh, it was okay. There were some yeah. parts she's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and you know, so like that's that's kind of where I'm coming from on this one. Where it's like, do you think <sighs> you think when you make a movie? you're trying to appease a bigger fan, a bigger base or I think you need to, is it, 
okay okay but but it, it depends on what you're trying to do what you're trying vision, to do. a targeted vision might have a more artistic value uh, so this is this is if you're trying to release a blockbuster mm-hmm. if you're trying to yes. make a shit ton of money and get your name out there as like the best director and you need to appease everybody, okay. right? You need to shoot for the fucking, the widest range that you can. Sure. Okay. If you don't care about making money and, and all right. you care about do is getting your, your art out, then yeah. you appease your fanboys and, and you do what you do. And that's, and that's what he did. Studio dilemma is that, is that, yeah, they want to see art on screen. They want the critical acclaim. They want the fan acclaim, but they yeah. also want to make their money. And, um, you know, there, we you can go back the last ten years and see a lot of productions in in you know solo that was kind mm-hmm. of interrupted and and they threw someone else in there to try to revamp yeah. it, uh, with Ron Howard <laughs> in that one and and uh, and um, so well I think this is a lot that a lot comes from from egos of these directors uh, wanting to be artist only and yeah that's fine finance it yourself and you can do that yeah. When, when you're making a movie on someone else's dime, they get to tell you a little bit what to do. That's how it is. I mean, I'm sorry. That's that's the way it is. If, if you're an artist and you want to do what you want to do, you do it on your own dime. If you're building a house for someone, you don't get to tell them, go, nah, I'm going to put a room over here and I'm going to put your kitchen over here. No, you they get to tell you where they put the So So what do you think about the internet pressure? Kitchen. What do you think about the internet <laughs> pressure to, uh, you're back, you're here. Did you, Okay. I don't know if you're frozen. Do you see me? I'm good. Okay, good. Um, no, no, I see you. What do you think? Internet about, pressure. What do you think about the internet pressure and that kind of forced uh, the studio's hands a little bit to give Zack Snyder an opportunity to? Uh, ooh, I lo- actually lost a ping. That was that was me that time. <laughs> <laughs> All these other ones are were your connection. Yeah, that time it was my connection. Um, the, the internet's the inter- <laughs> you're coming after the internet, and they're gonna oh, <laughs> me now. You're right. Um, uh, <laughs> what, but what do you think about the, the, you know, so like the hashtag, they, well, they put release a lot of pressure and, and so they kind of said, Hey, Zach, we want to see your vision. We don't want to see the studio's vision of, of making money. So with that in mind, it, I mean, you got to kind of look at this. As <laughs> so here's, here, this here's how I saw vision. this one. This wasn't about the box office draw. This is, this is. Right. This is about- here's, here's here's how that happened, though. Okay. It was already paid for. Well, they they sunk they, another they, seventy million dollars into it. They had already put thirty million in. Uh, yeah, no, three hundred million into it. Yeah. All right. They had already paid him. You know what do we call uh, two hundred fifty million for him to shoot all the stuff that he did. They're trying to get a little bit more bang out of that buck. They're like, hey, if if we put another coat of paint on this, we could probably resell it, well, and that's yeah. what they did. You know what was that? Wonder Woman, uh, nineteen eighty four, um, did not sucked ass. Did not bring in the HBO Max um, viewership that they were hoping for. No. So this was, uh, although they, I think they had already greenlit the the um, Zack Snyder cut before that. And, and this was but, going, but this was a vehicle to try to get people to HBO Max, probably as well. And it, and it's going to because there's a lot more of those toxic Snyder fans that in the, <laughs> with all, with all, no, very. And, and I actually heard that from people that were talking about it. They were like, yeah. So there was the hashtag release that. And, and one of the guys was like, Hey, that was a great thing. We made this happen. Let's do it again to, to get the Snyder verse. But he goes, let's be less toxic. 
<laughs> so he even called themselves out of being toxic because they were Who like they were Who just the the people that were it, not all of them, but a lot of the the fan base that were you know going with the hashtag release the Snyderverse. Sure. sure. And, and 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 well, it's all a lot of fan bases are are becoming toxic. There's, the whole fucking world is becoming toxic. It's sure. if you don't agree with me, you're wrong, kind of thing. Which not the right way it's yeah, if you don't, don't agree you, with me don't you tell me how to think or what to do you know yeah it, it, it's like no everybody has their opinion everybody sees it a different way this is how i see it i'm not telling you how to see it i'm just yeah. telling you how i do yeah we can still get along like just well, it's one of the great quotes is like uh, just because i i disagree with what you say doesn't mean i hate you why don't we re- re- we can call our podcast how you're supposed to see it <laughs> how you sees it <laughs> how you according to me it or we'll be yeah. <laughs> right um so yeah it's just one of those things is like uh he he benefited from the fact that that the the internet did call for it and they already paid the money and they're like look we could spend a little bit more i think 70 million which is a drop in the hat to those guys right um you know that's that's less than the season of like game of thrones to get this out there, and and so yeah, and, they and they're going to really benefited with HBO Max subscribership, you know. And they're well, and they're also going to be able to release Blu-rays and and stuff like that, uh, yeah. and be able to sell that. So they already paid for it. Basically, what they did is like, hey, we we already bought half this car. Can you slap another coat of paint on it for this little bit, and then I'm going to sell it for and a think, bunch of money. I think there was some plans to release uh, Snyder's. Uh, subsequent movies in comic book format it got it got way late at one point but maybe that'll that'll be a another op- opportunity to see what his his uh full story was you know? yeah it is possible and and there's going to be a lot of people that want to see that and and that's okay if if they make them i'll watch them if they don't make them i'm not gonna cry i'm not I, gonna I, watch I, them either if they don't make them, no, I'm not going to watch them. <laughs> that is a great call, Steve. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, um, no, and, and like I've got like my I said, dark side I, brandy that's that's feeding me. Yeah. The, <laughs> the dark side, um, right? So I, I don't I don't think we'll see another four hour artistic director cut kind of thing come out. Unless it had a theatrical release that was already paid for, like they're talking about the the Suicide Squad potentially seeing that, but like I said, stuff has already been shot, and all they have to do is put it together. They're not going to go, hey, let's go and redo this story and let you reshoot a bunch of stuff. They're not going to pay that kind of money to release on on HBO Max. I don't believe. Now we may see, which I hope they kind of do, and which I would have. I think this would probably have been a better way to do it is. Let's get this snack, uh, snack, Zack Snyder cut, um, snack idea. Snyder. Yeah. Snack Zyder. Um, <laughs> let's get, let's get him. Let's, let's make a series. Like, why not, why not take your thing and, and don't make it this four hour epic movie, make it a six, six episode, uh, series and, and do it your way. And, you know. I think he, there's a lot can... of ideas out there, but for someone to actually choose one and invest, you don't you don't get it, it. We're in a very indecisive world. I don't think this would have happened without COVID. I think I think oh, hundred percent too. Yeah, I believe because uh, I think that that kind of amplified the platform, the HBO Max platform, and they said fine. That but this... I don't think we're going back from that. I think it 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 hit I... and it's not going backwards. You mean 
what's not going backwards? What I think we're gonna see uh, more stuff coming out directly to streaming. Uh, yeah. Um, than we ever saw before. There, We're still going to have our theorat- theor- uh, theatrical releases, right? We're still going to get movies. I just don't think we're going to see as many. Well, even with, uh, yeah, with streaming platforms, even before COVID, we saw a lot more, a lot more releases that you know, like y- y- they stuck with horror movies and blockbusters in you know superhero mm-hmm. movies in the theaters. And and if you had kind of an artistic vision and you want to do something, they say fine. We'll invest a few <laughs> a few million, and you can throw it on a streaming platform, and and we'll see what you got. Um, so this is yeah. Th- there's there's certainly an evolution. COVID is kind of you know thrown thrown even that evolution a little bit up in the air. We yeah. don't know where it's all going to go. But we're, we're talking Justice League was supposed to be a blockbuster. We won't see this kind of show go straight to streaming again. Not not with that kind of price tag. Right, right. And and that no. So that was another thing um, I heard from someone um, in one of the podcasts is they were talking about uh, Snyder needs to figure out how to make movies with cost less. He's very. He's uh, got a he's got a new movie that I don't know if he directed it. He was talking about it that it's coming out. It looks like a. You know, he did Dawn of the Dead was one of his first. Yeah, was one of his first. And it looks almost like it's a some sort of zombie apocalypse t- type movie. Yeah, um, well, they, but they say a lot of his movies he spends a shit ton of money. Yeah, it's like you, you got to find a way to cut that back. And you know, they they said it, it would help yeah. him in getting getting greenlit I, for some of these. I loved Three Hundred. I loved Watchmen. I was not as big of a fan of Sucker Punch. To me, that started. You know, it didn't it didn't connect quite as well, and and once he got in, involved in the DC, I thought I didn't see Man of Steel as a Zack Snyder movie. To me, that just <laughs> that felt more like a, 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 a you know he was going along with the production company. Um, whereas Batman v Superman seemed more like it was trying to tie the two together, and I thought that had a lot more flaws than than the Zack Snyder Justice League. Although I still have a hard time trying to wrap my head around how I would how I would review Zack Snyder's Justice League if I saw that first. You know, just it, it's it's a hard thing to, to Well that's that's the other thing. I, I think I think if the other one never came out, I think people would have still I think there wouldn't have been the love for this one that there is right now. There's there's still the challenges I have with Aquaman and just trying to bring all these characters together so quick without really understanding what I, they're all about. I agree. I think he shot for the heavens too soon. Like, he went too big too quick. But in in seeing the way that it's been played out, where four years ago they released this one that I was not fond of, and and now to see this one, I was really wrapped up. when I, I saw it twice, and I was just as interested the second time as I was watching it. It had rewatchability for me, which which is something... Um, so, um, so here comes, here's another question that, and some people brought up, how, how likely are you to, like, if you're just wanting to watch a movie, how likely are you to drop this one in there? How, how likely are you to say, yeah, I'm good for another four hours. Let me, let me put that one on. Um, well, you, you mentioned Cindy not watching it and I might sit down and watch it with her. I, I, I'd be interested. I'm kind of now interested in seeing her take on it. So I'll I'll watch it again if she'll if she's interested. But you're you're watching it to watch her, not to watch it again. Correct. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Like to me, uh, it'll be a while before I watch it again. 
Um, I, I will probably watch it again, but it's going to be a while, and I'll probably do it in parts. Casey was over the other day, uh, my daughter, and and I pulled up the the flash scene because because and, and shared that with her. I just thought she'd get a kick out of it, and she really liked it. So um, here, okay, why? Here's in in the culture we're in right now. How are people not calling that creepy as fuck? That is too. <laughs> You know what I mean? That is some creep. Like I think his age gives him a little bit more of a pass than if it's like I, I think when you get a little older than that, it becomes creepy. Because um, he was he was awkward. I think the awkwardness. Uh, See, you can you can you can be creepy up until like mid college age. What is well, like you, you're you're allowed to like. Touch girls went without their permission no, and, I, and I stroke think, their face. I think awkwardness <laughs> can be uh, be uh, construed as creepiness, and I think you get a pass for a little while while you're trying to figure yourself out. But once you get to you know about, but he, he got no consent, I, no I, consent I, at all. What did he do? He was stroking her face. <laughs> he was gonna slap her with a hot dog. <laughs> no, that was for the dogs. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he had his shoes off. He was ready for business. <laughs> he could have gotten a quickie in there without anyone. Knowing. Right. And nobody would know. <laughs> yeah. It, I just, I thought I didn't care for it. And I, I like the flash character other than I hate the way they show him running. Nobody fucking runs like that. That is the most ridiculous looking run I've ever, <laughs> nobody throws their arms out fucking around them. Like, Put that motherfucker on a treadmill and film him, then show them running. That that's how people run. That guy, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Looked like he was trying to play some fucking weird handball crap or something. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Even Alyssa was like, like, we're like, what the? Who runs like that? I liked the uh, where he pushed through the glass. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> he could have easily just opened the door. Oh come come on, give me that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not I'm saying giving, it was a great. I, I'm giving you things. Come on, give me that. I, I you have not. He. It was a good effect, and I understand what they were doing with it. But he could have opened the door. He's that goddamn fast. He could have opened the door, not ruined the window of the place he's trying to get a job. Right. Put fucking glass all over the ground that he then stepped on without shoes or socks. Right. Then he destroyed <laughs> half the street trying to stop. Because he was running so fast for those 10 feet. Right. Um, which I, I don't understand. That, yeah, that one kind of just okay. didn't make me. <laughs> you know, one of, my, one of my favorite scenes, which was not in the Joss Whedon cut, I don't think it was, was when um, uh, Lane, or when, uh, when, when Wonder Woman is trying to make tea. And Alfred yes. is there over her shoulder, just like trying to like, you know, you could tell he's like, Wait, he's like, oh, you're not doing it right. That's my job. So that actually, I, I was gonna. That I that was part that. of my drink. That was part of my drink. Uh, uh, oh yeah, motivation you got, you, too. You had a tea. That's true. That would have been that. I I'm, I forgot to say it earlier because I was. We had already got you had already got me riled up on the the shit I hated about this movie. Uh, but yeah, that was part of my my because that was a good scene and there was there was some other good scenes I I liked. Um, I liked some of the. Um, Minascara, right with the the Amazons. I liked uh, like the the chase for the 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 um, mother box when when they first when 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 um, Steppenwolf Steppy yeah. shows up. <laughs> I love it. One one podcast started calling him Steppy. I thought that was hilarious. I was, <laughs> I was like, it was good. Um, 
once again, I believe that I, I like the Josh Whedon cut of it a little bit better because there were some things in it, some slow motions that didn't need to be there. You know, they had uh, the queen. She does this run up the side of the wall to come down on top of one of the guys. And then she stops in the hallway to talk to everybody as she's leaving, <laughs> you know, make sure that they get her code. Uh, the guy grabs her leg and she had to stop and smack him around. And it's like they didn't need all of that. And I was surprised when I was rewatching them because I, because I, I watched them kind of side by side. You said you watched them side by side. I watched, I kind of watched mm-hmm. them. I watched one scene on one and then another scene on the other. I was surprised how similar they were, but how dissimilar they were as far as how it, how it struck me, you know, and with the tone, with, with just the immersion, I and I, I am, I am disagreeing with you. I think the Zack Snyder cut was was ten times better than the Joss Whedon. I wouldn't give it ten, ten times better. Okay, it was ten but, times longer. <laughs> it was two times longer, and and but and, and I don't think it was without flaw. There was lots of flaws I, I I see in it, and and I think I would have been a lot more critical if. If this was the only thing I had seen, I would have been because yeah. all those criticisms well, I had of Joss Whedon's version, um, version I don't know if version's right, but uh, that the the first theatrical release, I could probably say, oh, I, I would probably say the same thing about this one, but they yeah. kind of washed away because I had already I had already you know well, that's, I mean, all that criticism there. So it's it's lot, really hard to critically. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are saying that like, oh my god, this is this was so much better yeah. because it had more. It's like, well, more is not always better. Um, and this is this is where I give Whedon's cut a little bit of, of you know, they took the, the well, let's just talk to Amazon scene when, when Steppenwolf gets there, when Steppy's doing yeah. his thing, right? He cut small little bits out of it, like her running up the wall and down and cutting it down, you know, talking to her buddy to get her jacket and then, you know, stopping it. He cut, he cut probably four to five minutes out of that whole battle from start to finish maybe even more because there's the whole thing where it falls off the cliff and then they get out anyways right so yeah. for her this. stopping outside the door and looking back sadly like oh yeah. i think i left my shoes you know it, it was a lot of a lot of things like that that he cut out five or six minutes of it but it still had the same the same tone to me it still had the same uh, i like i like what you were saying come up with a a new kind of two and a half hour Three hour I'll even give you two that, and a half, I'll even that, give you like two hours forty five minutes. Yeah, but that that kind of puts puts them together and uh, and it just as long as you keep Henry Cavill's mustache out of it. Uh, yeah, I and me personally, I would cut both first scenes with Superman. Like I would cut the the him talking to the kids, and I would cut the 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 death scream, or just cut it down. Like show him dying. Don't show his fucking. Bullshit sound waves traveling the world, getting postcards, getting stamps from here. Like, wasn't it you during the opening credits though? So, so you have a little bit more of a pass during okay. opening credits to kind of I, have a background scene going on. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Was it I don't not? know if okay. it was. Maybe, maybe I don't think it was. it was. It was just. It was him going ah, ah over <laughs> and over, and it was like, oh come on. When you were offline, when you were offline, and I started <laughs> talking without you, I brought up the what you were shitting one, all over everything. Saying, yeah, one of the first things, one of the first scenes is when Batman, uh, you know, gets that catches that criminal in the act on the that's on the, the, on the yeah rooftop. the Josh Leach. and that was the scene that when I watched it the first time, I couldn't, you know, I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it streaming the first time, and and I had I couldn't get past that scene. To me, that just 
Yeah, it didn't fit. It didn't as fit. well. It seemed so weird that that I turned it off a, a few minutes later, and I didn't see the movie <laughs> until maybe six months later. I watched it eventually. I agree with you. That one um, that didn't need to be in there. I, I, I agree with that's one of those scenes that could have been cut and, and added some of the other different stuff that was. I was so thrilled that that wasn't in the Zack Snyder cut. I think that kind of kind of gave me like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> you know, this but, this isn't this isn't a part of that. So he's going for something a little darker. So I, and and and. So I like the opening from the theatrical, and I talked about this earlier. And it had all the scenes that took like twice, three times as long, right? It has it has Martha Stewart or not Martha Stewart, it was but the Martha Kim too. Too didn't it show the yeah it, it showed. And- it shows that that it shows Lois walking, getting the coffee. It shows her walking in the rain. It has uh, the mom looking at the um, the farm for the last yeah. or the gravesite, and then driving past the sign. But <laughs> it had a song playing with it that like just pulled my emotions. Like the whole, it was it just it had more emotions to me. And it took and put in like a four minute little section. What they probably took twenty minutes of in the uh, Snyder cut. Because they, I mean, they they took six yeah. minutes for for his mom to just stare at his his gravesite. But I don't. And it's, I under. I don't. I didn't. I didn't mind. You know, if you know you're going into a four hour movie, sometimes things, you know, it takes a little time to draw you in, and and that's a style that some directors so the, choose, and it it would not have flown in the big screen. But but that's what I mean. Okay, so there's a yeah. point where. It just drags out too long. The opening and I think of the he hit everything. The Watchmen. He hit. If, you, if you see Watchmen, that's where his I've slow motion it. was at the opening of that, where it shows all those photos being taken, and they're all kind of in that ultra slow motion. It's while they're sh- I think they're showing credits at the same time, the opening credits. I think that is one of the most epic openings of any movie. And, and I think maybe in this one, he was trying to capture that same sort of feel. It wasn't nearly as, as effective. As it wasn't, yeah. But, well, that's. I think. I think what it was is he he just drug stuff out a little bit too long. Like he hit about like he if he had stopped like fifteen percent sooner on some of those drug out scenes, which would have knocked twenty minutes off the movie. You know, you'd get rid of the epilogue, then you drop another twenty five. Right there, you're almost at three hours now. Right, he could have had a really good movie with all the extra stuff he wanted. Uh, with without, I mean. Well, you got yeah. the scene where you know you, the 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 janitors you know mopping the the steel grates, which is kind of like why are you mopping those anyways? You like hey, stupid. So I have Adobe Premiere. I've got a pretty bitchin' version of it from because I'm licensed through the JC. I Look at down, you. I'm gonna download this four hour version and I'm gonna cut it down for you. I'm gonna. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, all for I'm, it. I'm gonna bring in some of the Danny Elfman uh, and some of the cuts. Let's from do Justice it. League. I, <laughs> so yeah, you got You got to have you got to have Aquaman walking down with the with the white stripe song yeah, playing. Yeah, I'm That's... gonna have you over my shoulder telling me how to do it like Alfred did with uh, with we should Woman. <laughs> we should do it. we should we, we should release this. we could do well, it yeah. called, called the Joss Joss Snyder cut <laughs> <laughs> snacks snacks Whedon <laughs> the Noah Steve Joss Snyder yeah. cut yeah. I like because it. Of this, we'll call it. This is how we seize it. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the seize it. Cut. Yeah, no, it, I like it. <laughs> I, you know, I like I said, I I really think they could have benefited from the two of them working together, and I don't know why it didn't happen. I know Snyder was going through some shit, and I know he wasn't happy with the the thing, so I, it could have been better released. Uh, 
I think they should have they should have fought to get more time. You know, you don't do an epic movie at two hours. That you, you got to go two and a half minimum. <laughs> you know, I'm glad we got here though, and I don't think it could have played out. You, you know, it wouldn't have happened almost, if it didn't happen the way like it did. This is this is the 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 multiverse we're in, where <laughs> you know, his his daughter Autumn tragically committed suicide he left the production probably for more reasons than that you know yes it might have been something from the production studio was kind of throwing him in a direction he didn't want to go and and so we didn't get to see the the theatrical cut the theatrical cut probably would have been subpar you know if if it was anything like batman v superman so instead We go through this evolution of, uh, and then we have COVID, and and they green light the ability, and you know, except for that last scene, I think almost everything was a hundred percent shot. You know, that last yeah. scene, that last epilogue scene with Joker. So um, I think they brought Wonder Woman back for. A I actually, few, I think the whole the whole final thing was all reshot, like uh, like because they brought in Ezra and and um, the oh, chick right. that played Mara. They brought in. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole nightmare the whole nightmare thing. You could see it with uh, Ben Affleck because he looks a lot more like forty pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which okay, so I had a big problem with that too. That was not Batman. That was not Bruce Wayne. There's no way that some fucking alien just shows up out of nowhere and he's like, yeah, I I decided I'm gonna hang out with you guys now. Shit. And Batman's like, yeah, okay. I know he'd have been like, I don't know you, motherfucker. I need to get some background. Give me a resume. Yeah, that was all fan service. That was that was yeah. That and it to me that was the more out of place than the Joker scene. And and even with I I liked the pep talk that that uh, Martha gave to Lois. You know, in her, yeah. And then when he and then when he goes out and suddenly he turns into an alien, I'm like, what the? Who is this? I that took a whole like, lot away from that. I, I didn't, didn't like that I either. I had no context, so I don't think it worked from a. From a, you know, within these the four hours of this movie, it it, yeah. it, it took me out of it. I th- I thought it was fan service, and it probably oh, it was a hundred percent. It has longevity with with the the Zack Snyder cut and the whole idea of how that was created, but it it did not work in the, it, in the it, context of the movie. It pulled away from the 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 friendship and yeah. the, the the contribution that those two have, the Lois and and Martha. Yeah, it was 100% fanboy, and, and I have to give him credit because some of them were even like, yeah, you should have just left that Martha and then had, had the ending scene with Martian Manhunter, which I always thought was a stupid name. Like, why would you trust a guy called Manhunter? I think they should have put the Martian Manhunter <laughs> scene after the credits, even in the in the cut, just to kind of give it, so to kind of separate it from the, the movie. Yeah, uh, I agree. A lot, yeah, those, like having, a lot of those scenes at the end just seemed separate. Um, but, like, why I, wouldn't you show up to help beat up this uh, alien that's kicking our ass? I liked the nightmare <laughs> scene with Jared Leto, but I wish they figured out a better way of integrating it because it seemed out of place in the movie. Um, yeah, I, uh, if they would have integrated it better, I think it would have been brilliant. But to me, it's I'm all about scene. more of these movies. I just hope Leto's <laughs> not part of it. I do not want to see his Joker. Like and I don't, I don't, I'm not even opposed to having a Joker. I just do not like Jared Leto's Joker at all. It just have you seen him none. in anything else? I probably have, but he I was mean, in. I'm, he was in. You know, recently he was in little things with Denzel Washington. I think he even won a Golden Globe for his performance. Um, I'm. Not, I wasn't a big fan of it, but but I did. He was in Blade Runner twenty 
Yeah, I don't have anything against him in particular. I just don't like the character that he does for Joker. I don't like his take on it. And, you know, they they all they, they, the actors put their spin on it and the spin that he puts is making me sick to my stomach. I I'm kind of maybe I'm a softy for for the the uh the actor, but I'm I'm really thrilled that that there's a certain there's there's a, a little bit of redemption in this this portrayal, at least that is being uh, you know given him Me- because because I think he he, he tried to bring a different uh, a different angle to this character that you know if you just try to regurgitate the same thing that other people have been successful with it's it could be good but it's it doesn't stand out he was trying a different direction with uh hey, david Ayers, yeah, he, who directed uh, suicide squad there was you know he, he it and he tried and he failed it, it, it was horrible work. it didn't work i thought it i thought it was I thought it worked in this. I thought it was interesting, and I was glad to see that it was there. The biggest thing for me is, like, I understand his hair was all fucking weird and greasy looking and whatever. I, I didn't like the mouth makeup. It was like a circle. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I, I liked it, it. I thought it was cool. It, I didn't <laughs> like it as much. I was like, uh. Um, and I understand and, that's part of the look of the Joker. I like a cleaner looking But the other thing is I didn't, his fucking laugh is horrendous okay it's and and a lot of people don't like it it's not just me it's like a lot of the fan fanboys don't care for it so Um, so this is i I want to talk about lex Luthor for a moment because he's fucking horrible too to me you know he's annoying and yet you might say the character is supposed to be annoying but for some reason i don't like watching him on screen I, i i i like the actor i've you know he was in social network he did some great work in that he's been in some other things that have been really good but it just didn't work i every time he was on the screen in batman v superman and even in this his few scenes it's just it's a it's annoying to the point where it doesn't work and yet there are some performances that use that annoying nuance to kind of engage the audience and um i i don't know i don't know how to define the difference but (laughs) sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't you can say it's 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 on purpose to kind of be annoying, but you have to figure out a way of drawing in the audience at the same time. I think it's the but, youth with Lex Luthor. I think he was too young to be getting away with that. Yeah, part of it is the youth, and, and Lex Luthor, to me, has always been that very stoic businessman-like, uh, like... He's, he, he looks like just the... He's not crazy, like, goofy, weird. He's... He's very analytical and smart and and kind of uh he kind of like a Fisk character from Daredevil, yeah. right? He's very intelligent. This guy yeah. didn't come off as intelligent, he came off as fucking crazy yeah. weird. And we talked a lot about the purple man too, is kind of he's yeah. kind of kind of in uh in uh Jessica Jones. And right. He he's kinda of got that annoying character, but but there was something engaging about his his portrayal. So when you talk about Jared Leto, I'm kind of on the fence. I I I I was more drawn to his portrayal in this one. I I'm I'd still so it, okay. I'd be really interested in seeing a different Suicide Squad. It was with, with different footage, you know, with more. It was better than the the one that he did in Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'll give him that. But like I said, it it still was not what I want to see in a Joker. I don't know, I, and I can't tell you what I want to, see, but it's not that. <laughs> um, he. I mean, uh, Heath Ledger was was by far the best Joker that's ever been on live yeah, action. He was, and amazing. he killed it. 
I thought I thought Joaquin Phoenix took a took it a totally different direction, and I was so wrapped up in his portrayal. So I I, I still think Heath Ledger was was the best, but uh, but I well, it's it's a different Joker. It's a before and after yeah. kind of craziness. Like like the the Joker movie is more of a before everything happens. So where he's kind of got a little bit of the craziness, but he's still kind of somewhat normal. Um, and then you have Mark uh, Hamill who does it on, on, in the cartoons, which, which, which kind of mm. takes it up to 11 as far as the campiness. And yet he just invests so much in, in his portrayal that it, it's so, it, it, you're so drawn into his, and I think that's to it. Most of the jokers I've seen that I like are the animated style. And I think it's because of the way they can add the campiness, but in a serious tone also, which is kind of like the Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger did a very close to animated series. Series, uh, type Joker with more of a um, you know a live action look, which I think was great. And so you know y- you're not going to get that in in any of the early Batman's. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, Jack Nicholson. You know yeah. his kind of had a weird look to him that was kind of like cartoony. Yeah, he had. Yeah, I, I liked it. Well, that's and that's Jared. That's Jared Leto's. I don't the makeup. It, it's. I don't know. Like I was thin out the mouth a little, well, maybe. You you brought up Jack Nicholson. I was never a big fan of his Joker portrayal. I thought he was the. I didn't. I wasn't either. I, I thought he was the perfect Joker. If maybe he was, you know, ten or fifteen years younger. You know, oh yeah. If he was more slender and just kind of came across because because back in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, it would have been brilliant. I mean, it, that's almost a Joker portrayal in that movie, and that's probably why he was you, you know cast. Was so did you ever watch Gotham? I didn't know. That's a series, right? That yeah. Like, so they have they have a character in there that's kind of <laughs> kind of going to be the um, Joker. Yeah, and uh, they never say really one hundred percent. I think he even portrays it a little bit better than the Jared Leto. Uh, it just it seems a little bit. I think Jared Leto is just too over the top on the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah, and, and I, that's. And I, I still give him credit for trying something different, but I agree that it, it didn't work in, in Suicide Squad. But I Difference not always better. No, I know, but, but when you have so many award winners, you know, you had two Academy... Well, I, I don't think Joaquin Phoenix was there yet. Um, but uh, uh, you've got a lot of competition. If you just, if you just go down the same, the same direction, then, then you're not... A sophisticated actor, you know. So he's probably got some ego. He's got to try it a little different. Oh and, yeah, uh, and um, he's you know he was an Academy Award winning actor from uh, the uh, oh what was the movie with uh, all right all right all right guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, I know what you're talking. He played um, the transvestite or the the oh that's a dresser. Um, fuck. That was a that was a good movie. That was a about the. AIDS epidemic that uh, yeah yeah um oh, I'm <laughs> it's all right I'm sorry I, I it my my point is though he's <laughs> he's he was a, a he had enough chops to where to where he couldn't just play it straight you know to what was on the page he had to kind of he probably felt a little driven to develop his own Joker stand yeah a little bit you were talking and, Dallas Buyers Club yep that's it. <laughs> Yeah, with um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Did you ever see the, the series <laughs> on HBO with Matthew McConaughey? And, that's the 
De- uh, no, I know what you're talking about. The crime detective. Crime yeah, detective. Uh, is that what it's called? Uh, it's like no, it's um, something detective. Yeah, that first geez. season is brilliant. With the I've heard it, and and no, I haven't. I haven't seen it, um, but I know what you're talking Matthew about. Matthew McConaughey is mesmerizing in that. It's it's him and uh, and uh, it's, uh, Woody Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yeah, and they both play. They're both play uh true detectives true detectives yeah they both play characters and 20 years of like 20 years apart or something and they pull it off both of them can get away with like a young look and a 20 year older look and uh it's it's really good performances on both sides but season season two was kind of i don't think i even got through season two season three was pretty good but they were different they would follow different stories but season one is damn good so check it out if you get yeah. HBO. It's probably on HBO Max. Yeah, no, I, I I've heard Total about it. Sidebar, it's... sorry. We're yeah. I gotta say though, we're one hour hour uh, past our last glitch. So no, I, that's good. No, we, I just jinxed it, it, but your yeah. but your internet is solved. <laughs> it's only been my internet that's that's caused any problems yeah. uh, since then. Anyways, I think we've beat this this movie uh, to the ground. I don't For think there's the record, much. Up. I, mean, I think this is the most disagreed we've been on a podcast. Oh, and it's funny. I knew that. I knew we were going to go in free <laughs> on this, and I was actually excited about it. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, <laughs> yesterday, I, I don't know. I, I don't always hold myself uh, against your your uh, criticism. <laughs> My... I, I, I can't always. I don't have the right comebacks necessarily. So well, I, and and. <laughs> I would rather I would rather have a discussion on someone about a movie where we disagree uh, sometimes, and that that's what yeah. I felt listening to a lot of these podcasts. Is I would love to to rationally sit down and talk. The difference is about why we like different things, and see because I think you you can't you can't open up your mind and see another another avenue if you're not if you have someone just yes manning you. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I you know. I, I wonder I, I, what was some of your opinion though in in response to some of the toxic behavior out there or do you, was this you know I didn't have an issue with the people that wanted to get the the Snyder cut um, I I was fine with that um, I didn't have anybody come at me toxic because I was not like hey no that sucks I did have a problem with people um, attacking Joss Whedon and, and basically blaming him for this because it was like you know. With what he went through and what he did to make this movie get out there, it, it's he—it's not his story. He didn't write it, right? Right. He didn't film ninety percent of it. You know, he did the best. He was given—he was given half a jigsaw puzzle and said, "Okay, fuck, get this out there so we know what the picture looks like." Yeah. And so uh, I had a problem with that. That that my my biggest problem with with a lot of the fanboys and the stuff I heard over the last three or four days was that. A lot of them had nothing but hate for the first movie with no, like more than more just hate because it came out and it wasn't Snyder's cut. And I was like, you know, if that other movie didn't get done the way it did, you would have wouldn't have gotten a Snyder cut. Give some fucking credit where credit's due. Um, and that was that was part of it. It's just it's more of the the toxicity of like you know the the pure hatred for for the the weed and cut and you know it's like. Here's here's my thought on it too. We could get all the superhero movies we can take, and even if they're horrible, I'm probably still going to watch them, and I'm probably still going to think they're somewhat decent. Like 
I don't like Batman versus Superman, but I still watched it and I'll probably watch it again. And, and it's one of those things is like, it, it's not the greatest movie, but it's a movie that has Batman and Superman in it and Wonder Woman and, and it's comic booky and it, and it has a story that we can get into. They don't have to be home runs, get them out there. So when people shit on them, all you're doing is, 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 pulling the rug out from under this genre you supposedly love, right? Not every story in every comic is great either. Not every story in every book is great. But if you don't get them out there and you don't keep adding to them, we're never going to get the home runs. I love seeing different people's takes on them too. That was one of my, I I loved seeing the Joker movie because it was kind of a different take on, on, on the evolution of, of the origin story of Joker. Which I thought was fascinating. It was it was so grounded uh, in in kind of a, a real world. Um, I, and I am okay with that. And like I said, I, no, I don't I, like the movie. Yeah, I don't but, like. The- <laughs> but, but you respect the fact that it was out there. That it, yeah. That someone chose to you know give their perspective of this, and that's what we're kind of after. Is like, yeah, bring me your Batman movie, and we got another uh, you know Robert Patterson. I think that came right. from the Bad right. Affleck. Uh, script that was supposed to be tied to this universe, but now it's okay. kind of evolved a little bit. Now it it'll be a it'll be a like one off. I don't care. I don't care for for um, cyborg coming out of this movie. Like I'm not excited to see a cyborg uh, one shot. But if it comes out, I'm damn well going to watch it, and I'm probably going to watch it that first week it releases. Well, DC has a little bit more flexibility with where they go than Marvel because Marvel movies they are kind of stuck on the MCU it has to it has to be tied to it whereas DC has got a lot more flexibility with the movies that you know Shazam and 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 Joker well, and I things think, like that and the Batman movie that that are completely I think outside. the MCU is a little bit more open now because they finished that first run so now they're they're now they're in phase they're they're in a rephase like so we're going to get some new characters and they're going to have like their I, I'm talking more about about the what is canon this idea of MCU canon versus DC oh. DCU DC, what's it called It's it's uh DCEU DCEU DC canon. extended So they have they have chosen a few movies that say these are canon in fact in fact I think they're saying the Zack Snyder uh, release is not canon. It's the Joss right. Whedon that is canon, right? And um, and and a lot of the movies that are coming out aren't canon as well. They're just kind of like the Joker movie and the Batman movie. They're 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 different. So so their their universe has kind of offered some flexibility to where we can see different takes and it doesn't disrupt the flow of of whatever this linear story they want to tell. Um, uh, but I think we're still so, going to get we're we're still going to get one offs in in Marvel. But I think what they're doing is they have a better grounded base uh, coming from the top that says, "Hey, this is kind of what we want to see. Write this yeah. and and make this, but make it around this." And so where I think that works better than the DCEU because they're just going, "Hey, um, here's your character. Do whatever the fuck you want, and we'll try and make it work." And what then you get is, yeah, you get different takes, but they're not always good. Yeah. When you, you know, yeah. when you, when you got a recipe that kind of works and you go, Hey, this is kind of what we're doing. Give it a shot. Maybe, maybe put your own little spin on it, but you know, it's like a cookie recipe. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the dough. 
you you put what kind of chips you want in. You you make you you surprise me, you know, instead of like, hey, make me a dessert and then you end up with some fucking jello salad and you're like, what the fuck is that, joker shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Jared Leto, jello salad. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> the jello salad cut. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's he is. He's the jello salad of the DCEU. <laughs> like, yeah, he's there and you know, you see him but you don't take a bite <laughs> so uh yeah i i mean we'll get more dcu or dceu uh what comes next i don't know i don't i don't foresee um zach snyder get, getting his his new another shot at at uh mm -hmm. justice league i think what they may do is they may uh try and do some more one off i mean we got the flash coming Right, and that may pay into it. There's still supposed to be a Aquaman third two. Aquaman Aqu two and a yeah. third Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, the actor kind of screwed himself um, from Cyborg. Uh, well, yeah, because he was really he put up a he put up a he was very Joss vocal. Whedon, yeah, Sweeten's production said it was <clears throat> very anti. I don't know. He was yeah he some... yeah he kind of shot himself in the foot. Like, and I don't know the whole story because I didn't talk too much about it, but. You know, he kind of shot himself in the foot about ever being able to be in any more of them. So what they do with that, I don't know. They may recast. They may go a different route. I really hope they go Green Lantern. I want to see uh, the Green Lanterns back in the, the DCEU. I know well, the first just, movie. Yeah, just the fact that they didn't they didn't let Zack Snyder put Green Lantern in this one for the, the, the Martian Manhunter. Oh. Um, they... They it sounds like they didn't do it because they had well that was other... that was a specific Green Lantern. Okay, but they had, but it sounds like they had a had something they wanted to do with him. So maybe we will see Green Lantern uh, coming into something. I don't know. Um, I believe he's showing up in the the CW TV shows. Okay. There was a character from Arrow who is going to be the John Stewart Green okay. Lantern character. Okay, we're not going to is what I understand. Is that part of the DCEU? I don't know. Okay. Uh, we're, we're I think doing, it is, but We're it's doing not. the MCU for our podcast. We're not going to... Yeah, we're not going to hit anything. <laughs> God, man. We used to watch all of... We watched Arrow and Flash. You know, one oh, movie I want to do when it hits theaters, and I don't know when it's going to hit, but it's one of my favorite directors, uh, is uh, the new Dune uh, series. Oh, for sure. Talk about an epic movie, and it's got a great cast, and but it has that movie... You know, it had, it was a, it was a, it, it's got a challenging hey. history as far as whether or not it's going to succeed or not. In fact, it's well, the same it was, director that did the new Blade Runner for, uh, 2049, okay. which I really enjoyed, but it was such, it was pretty, it was kind of a box office flop. Um, so. And, and Dune may, may end up having that. I mean, uh, it's so hard when you redo something that was out there before there, you got old people older not old but just people that have seen in the past and have a, 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 a idea of what it's supposed to be and so be interesting to see what happens i'm all for that uh, but I would there's to, a universe yeah. though that because there was a lot of movie a lot of frank miller or frank i don't know what the author's name was that did dune but uh, frank something i think mm -hmm. <laughs> uh herbert frank herbert that you know there was a lot of more movies and so if it's successful maybe they'll turn that into its own universe of, of movies yeah that'd be fun to see. i mean it could be I'm, I'm all for it um yeah it'd be kind of cool maybe watch watch the original and then go go watch it in the theaters yeah. uh, i'd be down for something like that <laughs> cool um 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy the theaters are opening back up so we can get back to doing what we wanted to do with Next that. week, man, we'll be there. Open yeah, which is good because I was like, California I don't know. theaters, yeah. I was like, I don't know what what we're going to do next week, but this is perfect because then, man, I don't have to listen to other podcasts for a while. All right. I can, listen, well, I can we, catch we've up. Got, on... We've got MCU. What is it? The second season of Daredevil. I got to start watching that again. Yeah. Um, well, that gives us two weeks, two so weeks, that's right. good. Um, <laughs> but I got to catch up on my Turtle Soup. Uh, I got to catch up on my uh, All You got to watch Better Call Saul before nobody because it's the same actor and uh, you got to be caught up on his. Uh, no. You know. No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. So <laughs> to watch, what is it, five seasons of that? <laughs> I and I don't want to watch that anyways. I didn't. I. That's uh, all right. It's all right. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I. That's one of those shows. I. I think we should cover at least the first season of the. Um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, because I know that's another one that very different view on. Because I know how much you loved it. Bo's a big fan of that too. We can bring him. Yeah. Well, he he definitely. <laughs> hey, that's fine. I don't mind two on one. I'm. <laughs> um, all right. It's a party. But yeah, I mean, we talked about it before, and and so that would be a fun one to do, just just because I know we we have different opinions on it, and and we haven't had a lot of those yet. And I started to think, I, I started to ask myself, am, am I being a little too nice on these movies and being a little too easy, you know, not not calling you out on stuff that I disagree with too, <laughs> which I think you said said something too, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, it is. Well, I like a lot of movies. That's the thing. I, I, I very rarely have something I dislike, but when I dislike it, I dislike it a lot. Right. No, I think that's a good a good characterization of how you, you watch yeah. movies sometimes. I'm very easygoing until I'm not, and then I'm very not easygoing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a zero right. to 100. All I right, well, let's... let's... I, I like watching movies with uh, with a drink in hand, too. So <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're doing it the right way. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's something we do. I like it. Um, I like the fact too that now we're we're on Instagram. Uh, thanks to my daughter. So uh, follow us at uh, HWSI Podcast um, on Instagram. HD okay, HWSI Podcast. Yeah, um, and I will be putting out our drinks and and uh, yep. podcast releases. Perfect. I'll send uh, you also, our our Facebook group, uh, the HWSI or How We Sees It Facebook group. Nice. Um, not a whole lot of po- posting on there, but I'm hoping to get more. So if you made it this far and you hear this, post something. You know, we'd love love to hear from you. What what did what did, how did you see it? That's what I want to I want to interaction from the people that. So. All right, we're starting to drop out a little bit, so let's let's wrap this up. And uh, and it may take a day or two for me to edit this. <laughs> we had a lot of technical difficulties, so I've got about uh, I got to go back through and 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 like four hundred edits and make some edits. So I'm not going to be able to post this tonight. Maybe probably tomorrow. And and then right. see it, you know, tomorrow or Friday or whenever you get it up on on uh, Podbean. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, uh, hopefully we'll have this. Up. So, all right, all right. Cool. Well, that's it. And good night. Good night. Good night.